Welcome back, everyone, to season two of the Mind If I Crash podcast. A ton has happened in the short time between seasons, from a quarantine Halloween to the all-out hell week that comes from election year. I hope you all have managed to stay sane. My first guest for this season is one who has been highly requested since the pilot has first aired for this podcast. They also are someone who has formed somewhat of a cult following amongst all their social media platforms has reeled in an impressive 64,000 person following on TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, the first female guest to jump on the show, Reagan Franta. How are you? I am so good. How are you, Tristan? I am good. Thank you for being on the show. It has been a minute. I haven't seen you since uh, the tattoo in your living room. The Holy shit. <laughs> It's been, it's been a minute. So we're just going to jump right into that, I guess. We're just going to start <laughs> talking about the, the wild shit. Um, yeah, it has. I think a lot has happened in both of our lives. 100%. Um, obviously, you walked in, and first thing you see is a small child yes. sitting in my home. Right? That is something I did not... Um, I obviously am expecting, because I know you have a fucking right. kid. But <laughs> Social media. <laughs> Social media. But um, other than that, that's crazy. I didn't think it would be now. Yeah. But what's fucked up, though, is you used to call us mom and dad. Yeah. So maybe I mean, that's just karma's sick sense was, of humor. I honestly was just manifesting it this whole entire time, and we didn't even know. <laughs> My brain's powerful. Absolutely. So thank you for being on the show. We're, you know what we're talking about today. For anyone that's yeah. listening from home on SoundCloud or YouTube, uh, we got a bunch of topics that we're going to talk about. And the first thing for you thirsty motherfuckers that were deep in my DMs, probably deep in hers as well. And we're just going to label all of my listeners as, as classic fuckboys for right now. Um, with your experience, with your knowledge, the do's and don'ts of, a, of an average American fuckboy. Of course. Um, we all know that you can't stop a fuckboy. Fuckboy is just going to be a fuckboy. They will we, always exist. Even if we don't want them to. So it's something that we're always going to have to just uh, live with, I guess. Um, so I would say, obviously, fuckboys. Um, I personally love fuckboys. Not really to like be fucked around with. But obviously, be around. But obviously, I get the guys that um, don't get that memo. And uh, obviously, fuckboys to me and stuff. Um, dudes, probably just... I mean, I love the whole, like, them having this, like, the, the, all the game. I love the game. I think it's funny and it's entertaining. They all think they have the it factor. <laughs> oh, 100%. I don't know what's do. up with that. No, but it's called um, mental illness. <laughs> no, Facts. But, Facts. No, no <laughs> but um, no, I think it's funny to watch and entertaining to see all of this confidence that they have, which I know they don't. But the, the whole thing is that... I'm supposed to think that they do. So I just kind of go along with it, which I love. So keep going. Keep doing uh, what you're doing. But um, I'd say probably, like, the one thing that I know gets bitches riled up and they hate it is, like, just touching. Like, especially I know now COVID and everything, it's not, like, a thing. Still is. But, um, like, when you go out to bars or anything and you get, like, the whole touch, the, like, the moving, like, you grab the The soft hips. hand on the lower back. The hips. Hey, excuse me. Damn. And there's like fucking 20 feet of room, but for some reason you're right next to me and you're like, wait, yeah. wait. Classic fuck over. boy. Yeah, classic. That's like the one move that's just like, don't touch me. I don't think <laughs> I've thought about the two hands on the hips since like the, the junior high school dances. Oh my God. Because that, right. was, that was the banger right there. That was oh, yeah. the go-to. Yeah, that was the OG of everybody with the two. 13-year-old T was definitely putting two hands on a hip. Oh, yeah. I don't give yes, a fuck. Now, I guess growing up, like getting older, um, 
uh, obviously I've got other things to do um, than go to a bar and and watch. But that used to be one of my favorite things is to just watch fuck boys be fuck boys. Oh, 100%. It's like a fucking reality show. You don't have yeah, to on your it's, TV or phone. It's better than Sunday Night Football. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm watching it every single time. Oh, yeah. And I'm usually a people watcher, but like especially when it's just a clan of fuckboys just overtaking anything, I'm so here for it. <laughs> so living in Lakewood, obviously things have been a little bit True. on its ear. Um, how's that? How's the nightlife out there? Oh, my God. Just last night, uh, actually a banger happened um, at the stoplight right by my house. There was... Um, someone who hijacked a car so it's like basically living in gta uh just not san andreas just yeah not as cool um it's like you live as a victim in gta and i the person playing (laughs) the roles are reversed you're no longer trevor yeah you're actually just the victims so wow so you wait you witnessed this yeah no my um we were driving to cvs i was getting raspberry lemonade and on the way uh definitely there was uh carjacking which was very nice Aside from all the crackheads, I do break try breaking into my apartment. Yeah, there, you yeah. you told me that they're yeah. always on some fuck shit. Yeah, so they're always on some fuck shit over there. I don't know what Lakewood's on, but probably crack or methamphetamine because there's so much shit constantly going on. People getting shot, stabbed, shanked, gang bang. So it never robbed. ends. It's never ending. Constant oh, bullshit. Yeah. Constant. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, Lakewood. I love to hear it. We love the wood. Do you know what kind of vehicle it was? Absolutely not. No, I was just like, oh, someone's literally getting out of their car by gunpoint. That's awesome. It was like one of those moments. Where oh, that I was, was a like, good old fashioned stand up. Yeah, it was like, give me your fucking car. I have a, a gun. And they're like, yeah. It was a Prius. Homeboy got in and said, fuck, <laughs> like, wrong damn car. Damn it, never mind. Son of a bitch. Right? If they did it to me, they would at least got like a truck. Yeah, something just, cool. Yeah, some some nice, sweet. some light. Yeah. Um, well, there you, there you have it, folks. If you're looking for a great place to buy a home, build yes. a home, or rent, move to Lakewood, Ohio. Get fucking robbed by your landlord if you're interested. Hit up Lakewood. I didn't even know anything about that. Oh, yeah. I, well, you did tell me they were on some bullshit as well. Oh, yeah. My second question for you, uh, your input, thoughts, and experience on the good old-fashioned fuckboys who decide to turn into DM divers. Oh, those are... Um, probably the best, I would say. Those are definitely the most comical, most entertaining fucking things I've ever seen. Also, there's the ones that aren't entertaining and are absolutely just like out, like off the wall shit. Like, I remember I had one right when we just like discussed what we were talking about on the show. I was like looking through DMs and seeing like what I could see and everything. And um, one of them was this guy sent me a dick pic and was like, oh, I missed your vagina, got into your DMs. What the fuck does that even... Damn. Like, he really thought, like, hey, I'm going to send a picture of my pink-ass penis, right? That's, like, mediocre-sized and had this confidence to send it to me and to put it into my DMs. And then Knowing and, and, that hella people watch, listen, and follow everything you do. Yes. So I, I just thought, like, the courage couldn't be me. Um, I wouldn't like just send a picture of my vagina and be like, whoops. Yeah, chief called and that ain't it. Yeah, and that is not it. Vibe check was not passed. But, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, just things like that. Just, I get absolutely rambunctious, crazy ass DMs, like off the wall shit, because you would expect from like people that like watch me or do anything on TikTok and then they think that. Do a lot of people just think that's what you want? They, do they just assume, 
uh, oh, this is a vibrant personality. I have to stand out. That's why I'm saying I don't I think it has to do with that because they think like they have to bring like their shitty A game right so that they could compete with like they see the humor they see this and or the looks or whatever and then they're like oh I have to compete with that so I have to give them some crazy ass shit but it's like there's a difference between being absolutely hilarious and I've seen so many and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna like that's golden this This is golden and you will be shown like on everything don't worry Mm -hmm. king but (laughs) (laughs) don't worry king don't worry king but like the ones that I'm getting like dick pics or um yeah just being hit on at like uncomfortable moments too there's like a time and a place and I think a lot of that could be for do and don'ts you get that 10am hitter or or like if I'm you know seven hours deep of doing crack and I'm on my way to a psych ward I don't think the guy in the uh, the back should be like hey I write down my number give me a call give me a call see so that that's the one thing though is what crack cocaine amphetamines do to a man is they turn them all the way up blow through the fucking roof we're stiff as a rock doing all of our obligations in society we're just walking through life hard as a fucking rock and that part's fucked up the one thing i will say though is like unsolicited dick pics have been so uncool since before yeah when flip phones were around it was uh dick pic uh you probably shouldn't have done that dude yeah so the fact that it still happens and 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 some dude is since this podcast has aired probably three dick pics have been sent just in ohio Mm -hmm. uh where do you have to be mentally to talk yourself through i'm gonna send this yeah and this is piece of meat to this lady And I really hope that it turns for the best. Yeah, like, I honestly want to think, like, I really want to maybe interview um, people that do that. Because I just want to know, like, the ratio of it works to not. Of Like, I want to know the women that have actually made them think that this works. Said, damn, come through. Just drop the pin to the location. Like, I can't. Thank you, King, for giving me this beautiful penis. Yes. And I now want to be a part of it. That so might be that might be uh, a good idea for a podcast right yeah, there. We honestly just interview anyone who has <laughs> sent or received a dick pic yes. and tell us about your experience. Yes, I need I need to know uh, <laughs> immediately because that's something <laughs> that I really like. That keeps me up at night. Like I'll just roll over. It's three in the morning, and instead of being like, "Where's my birth certificate?" I'm yes. like, "Does it work?" Where's my birth certificate? Oh. Holy <laughs> shit! That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The one thing I will say, though, is if if there's moments where it's just, ah, bro, you're doing too much. If it came down to, if you had to give pointers for men, what would they be? What would be the, the, the few, maybe say top three things that you're like, guys, tighten up on these three things? Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say that probably w- could bother a lot of people and it bothers me is when people like dive in the DMs and it's like shit that's obvious it's on my like my my wall or my platform and all you have to do is not even scroll and it'll just be in my bio or something and they will ask questions that are literally in my bio for a fucking reason like they'll be like oh so where you from shorty it's it literally says fucking lakewood just look bro just literally just at least act like you care about anything but my vagina like if just act like you care so it's like at least if you're gonna like send me an unsolicited dick pic like at least know where i'm from because it's in my bio so it's like again like if you have the balls to literally send a picture of your balls please use your brain 
and like just look at things like don't ask me questions that it's super obvious and I put things there for a reason or another one too would probably be like make sure like if you're gonna dive into a DM or anything be funny like that I mean maybe it's because it's me because I'm like comedic and whatever and I just I'm funny in general so I want to see that too because it's like you're already going to be like, yeah, hey, what's that, like, creepy anyway? You're going to so, be coming up with some shit, right? Yeah, you're going to come up with some shit, but, like, I want to see it. <laughs> I, w- I want you to come up with something clever and funny that is going to be in a group chat. And then, so in, like, eight months, when you, like, fuck me over, I could be like, remember when you did this? That was so sweet. And, like, whatever. So, like, make it memorable. Don't ask questions that you already fucking know or you should know, but you're thinking with the wrong head. So you're, like, right. not giving a fuck about any me. So, and then... Probably another one is I'd say, like, maybe this is just me. I'm not a super, like, sexual person. Like, I'm not someone that's just, like, someone's like, hey, I want to fuck. I'm like, yeah. Right. Come on. Let me climb you like a fucking tree. But it's just, like, like kind of diet down. Because it's, like, a lot of people will jump in my DMs. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was so funny. Ha ha. And they're like, oh, how are you? I'm like, oh, yeah, good. They're like, oh, can you fit eight inches in, like, instead of hitting your cervix? Just wham. Yeah. Hit you with that shit. They're just like, so do you like anal? Like, whatever. And I'm just like, you can Sometimes, just, right. Yeah. Like, it's like I played, like, 20 questions with them. They're like, oh, yeah, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite sex <laughs> fucking position? It's just like, could maybe ask about an animal or a favorite number and then maybe go into that. Or just don't at all because I've never right. fucking met you. And I'm not sitting here three in the morning in my bed just, like, horny as fuck and just being like, yeah, I'm going to go sex this guy and on just Twitter. ripping through shots. Yeah, just seeing just, who's up, who's active, yeah. who's tweeting. Yeah, that's my victim. Just yeah, chop just, that shit. Just send it out. What's up? Let's fuck. Like I don't. That's what men do. That's just like, I, and I don't know why. I don't know where we come up with this idea that maybe it's gonna work. But I mean, you just look at men. They have that pattern of just like that that witching hour, three, yeah. two to three a.m. and they're just firing shots like yeah. they're at the shooting range, just hitting yeah. shit, hitting shit, yeah, and, and not bad. hitting a target. Yeah, and it's bad till about like five or seven, you know. Hopefully, uh, it's. I bet. Yeah, before it starts then, to die down. Yeah, after they're like really fucking sucking a cot or something, like maybe me and my dick should go to sleep. Yep. And maybe you should. <laughs> Facts. So, well, there you got it, guys. Um, the other thing too. In-person interactions. I think we talked plenty about let's not send dick pics. Yeah. We all know this. In-person, genuine encounters, uh, not fueled by a drunken, horny rampage. Fuck. You run into someone at Whole Foods. Flirting 101 tips for the gentleman. All right. Definitely for me. Um, it's really... I'm trying to give my best <laughs> because I'm, I'm just completely different compared to the... like. The OG female. So, but for me, like, I love being corny. Like, when I have the corny humor, that's, like, really stupid. Like, you say something, like, if we reach for something at the same time or, like, whatever. Like, something corny and something cheesy having to do, like, a pickup line or something is hilarious. And I'll be like, oh, so they're funny. Like, oh, so you have humor. That's so crazy. Literally, just being funny makes me fucking laugh. I don't care what you look like, sound like. I I don't care if you're funny. I'm already like down. So you already have me. So make sure you have something 
funny even if you like plan it out you see someone cute and you kind of follow them and you're like you see chips and you're like i could use that <laughs> fucking do it you know what i'm saying like i'm giving you range to kind of stalk me for 20 yes. minutes and then land your line it needs to be good or if it's even bad and you tried it's still hilarious yeah i guess really the cornier the better yeah honestly i'm here for it i'm here for a really corny pickup line because i am absolutely terrible when it comes to flirting so i have nothing against people that also fucking suck um so i definitely well say done. be funny um, that's like the number one thing. Another one is again, like you can tell when if a girl's like looking away or is like on her phone or like doing something, that doesn't mean keep going. That means like read the room, read the fucking room. And a lot of people don't read the room when they're like flirting or tr- or catcalling, whatever, even though catcalling's bad, don't do it. But, but just, um, yeah, catcalling is fucked yeah, up. Catcalling, do not. Don't let just her be the only one to say that. Yeah. Catcalling's fucked up. Yeah. Stop doing that stupid shit, you fucking assholes. Literally, I, I cannot, like, stress that enough, too, is catcalling. It's, like, one thing that's not going to work, even if it's 3 a.m. on a Saturday at the gas station or, again, at Whole Foods. It's just, like... It's never worked, though. It's never... I, again, what are what's the ratio? Like, you can't... Yep. Like, you can't come up with anything else. Like, you couldn't just be, like, hey, maybe if I was funny. Maybe. Men turn into cavemen when they're horny. Yes. They're and, just dumbed down. And the thing is, is, like, what men don't get is, like... You can be horny, great, but like, don't be so obvious. And I swear to God, it'll go way better for you if you're just not a horny fuck. Yep. I swear to God, that's like that's just one thing that turns off women initially is like the whole sex thing. Yeah, we all love sex. That's duh, we're human. But the thing is, is like maybe like not initially. Just be like, yeah, I'm trying to fuck for real. Right. Yeah, and I get you're gonna still get the girls that are like you led me on. Like I can't believe this and whatever. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna get the bad. Or it's going to be good. I mean, that's a 50-50 ratio instead of you saying, let's fuck. Yeah, you're, you're, you're 20. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? You're fucking your own shot up. Yeah. Just don't think with your dick. That That's again. Don't. Just when you're trying, even if you're trying to get laid, or if you see a hot chick at the, like, Whole Foods, and, you know, you're like, she's kind of looking good for real. Like, I mean, you're feeling some type of way. Just... Stop. Yeah. Shut it down. Shut. Shut it the fuck down. <laughs> think of something else. Don't think with your dick and just be like, oh my God, hey, tan skinny queen. Like, if I think if anybody, a guy said that to me, I'd be like, little old me, like, what? I would cringe. Like, I would me. blow through the chip aisle to see who said, who fucking said it? Who is it? Who but, did it? But no, but even if it's just a compliment and it's nothing to do with, um, like, appearance, even if it's just like, Okay, nails. It's stupid. It sounds maybe gay to you or whatever, but it's just like for me. It's the shit that works. It's the shit that works. It's like if you're complimenting something that obviously a woman like does and like if you think like, oh, women get their nails done or oh, like women love makeup or like. Women spend so much time on makeup and I feel like men won't even realize it. I've fucked up before by like just at work noticing a, a server would come up through the window. I'd be like, hey, that wing looks on point. And she'd look at her boyfriend, who also worked with us, like, why didn't he, why, how come he notices, but not you? And I'm like, okay, overstepped the boundary there with him. Sorry. Yeah, no. Got it. That's another thing, too. It's It's the little things. Right? Because that would set a woman off, is like, be like, wow, my fucking dude didn't say anything, but the guy from fucking work does. Right. (laughs) The goddamn cook. The goddamn fucking cook hits on me, but my own man fucking doesn't. Yeah, no, I completely get that. It's just like, again, like, instead of being like, that ass fat. I mean, I'd be like, little me again, but right. I don't have a fat ass, so that would just never be said. But it's just more of like, 
like wow your eye like you have really nice eyebrows i'd be like what the fuck like stop like me like that's just the things that get mm-hmm. women it's it's not like for men it's like if i was like i see your dick print it looks kind of fat for real you're gonna be like <laughs> fuck yes it does damn damn yeah it's different and then women i just think a lot of people don't get that men and women are just genetically we're put here for different reasons we're different so we're different as Correct. fuck and so we can't just it's gonna be like that forever so it's like you have to like whoever you are flirting with think about those things and like what they want you to say mm-hmm. as if that sounds fucked just whatever they want like you but, know what they want yeah. here put that into consideration like I feel like yes if, if you're a dude and you're getting ready to put down a play if you're not truly considering how am I gonna do this women are gonna read the room way faster 100%. than we do yeah. so they're gonna be like oh this dude, he just said some stupid shit. He's trying to fuck. Fuck him. Yeah. Skirt. And half the time, I feel like dudes don't even know if they're looking for, you know, a, a booty call or wifey. They're just sending the same shot because they don't know anything different. No, they have and they've never no been told different. They no. really don't know what to do. So they're just stuck with their dick in their hand, Literally. firing off shots on their phone with the other. Yeah. I don't get it. Fact or fiction, though. Does the shy guy win 90% of the time? 100%. Like, maybe it's just me, but, like, my type has always been, like, the shy, um, doesn't really, like, put themselves out there. Is more of just, like, in the corner weirdo, whatever. And I just love that because I think I just, like, love them being so shy and I'm so outgoing. So I think maybe it's, like, my yin to yang thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, when I date someone that's, just like me and whatever it's just we're always batting like we're always batting heads and like whatever else and it's just like a fucking mess but usually it's the shy guy that wins because it's like they're not out here like sending fucking dick pics or just yeah you know they're not doing that yeah or they might send you a playlist they created like hey i was thinking of you you might like these songs boom yeah so like i don't know see i don't know (laughs) so instead of again like sending dick pics or whatever or like sending the same nude to the whole friend group or like cat calling if you're a real piece of shit yeah basically or like um the ones that will have all of this like energy and will just like they're just you just know you you can see when you see a like a fuck boy online who's like not the quiet shy guy he's the one that's the the asshole like fucking bitches left and right not wearing condoms and being like lying and like will post that they're here but they say they're somewhere else it's like who's the one from tiktok that dates that fine ass shorty um it's not bright is it bryce what do you know who i'm talking about is it like with Addison Ray? Yes, yes. Yes, Bryce. Oh my God, yes, Bryce. He Not is, he's, the, if terrible. you looked up Fuckboy, that's that who comes him. up. That's him. And that dude sucks oh, on so many different levels. Sucks. I looked, I look at, I follow her and I see him constantly and I'm like, Get him damn, out. dude. Damn. But you know who I do like is the one that she was dating that uh, Charlie's, Charlie's sister is dating now. Do you know who I'm talking about? I know about? who you're talking about, but I'm He's not really built like names. fucking Clark Kent. Yeah, and he I'm is here for beautiful. It. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, and me and uh, Joss were talking about it, and I'm like, that's probably the only dude from TikTok that is actually worth a fuck. Yeah, in my literally. opinion, like of that that hype, super hype yeah. culture. 
No, I, I 100% agree with that. But it's just, again, like you see on TikTok, it's like a pattern on any social media platform. Usually the guys like that are the ones that get places because they're like, yep. oh, he's a fuckboy, but he's so hot. And like, but he doesn't even have to be hot. It's just how he presents himself again. Correct. And that's like what makes a fuckboy. It's not even about looks anymore. It's about that like asshole, like I can get anybody. I don't give a fuck about you or your personality. Oh, your dog died. That ignorance. Let's fuck. Yeah. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It's just like not caring being an asshole and that's obviously what's just taking over everything because that's like what girls like are assholes yeah and especially young girls and it's like yeah i feel like society as a whole should just be more woke to like there's a lot more to life than there's those four years that you cram into high school that feel like they're never going to end and then yeah. when they do People struggle to like kind of find themselves. They struggle to like find out, well, what's next? What do I actually like? Because I'm not just limited to this town, to this city, to this state. Like, what is it that I want? Uh, And I feel like people need to kind of like push themselves to really find that answer. If not, you're just going to continuously find yourself with the same people, guys and girls. I mean, it's going to always end the same. Yeah. In high school, especially when you like fit those four years. So you think like you all have to like you'll see somebody and be like, oh, I have to be like that because that's how everybody is here. And, like, you have to like this because that's what everybody else likes. And, like, you're scared you're not going to have friends or you're scared, like, whatever. So then you're just, like, this thing that you are not completely. And then mm-hmm. you leave you leave high school and you're like, what? who the fuck am I? Like, what the fuck do I even like? Like, when I left high school, like, I, I, tr- I obviously tried the most of being who I was and being funny and outgoing, whatever. But, like, again, like, I got sidetracked by things and whatever. And, like, after everything, I didn't even know who the fuck I was. I was like... I don't even know, like, what my favorite movie is. Or, like, if someone was like, hey, like, what genre of music do you like? I'm like, oh, fuck. What do I even like? Right. You know, it's like finding your own self. And I feel like we shouldn't, like, we shouldn't be so focused on being a fuckboy. Like, or, like, jumping into our cliques. Yeah, jumping into things like that. Or being people we're not. Or trying to, like, fit into things. It's just not fucking working. And, like, I can't even stress that enough. And I wish that, like, as a culture, we'd probably, like look at that way more but normalize the shit yeah normalize there's no reason yeah absolutely there's no reason to just think like you have to be a fuckboy to be like cool or you have to like be like you can't have sex and you have to be like this bad bitch or something as a girl or something it's like there's so many norms and whatever that and stereotypes that like definitely like need to be broken down broken that starts off in high school what i think is cool though is like there's we're speaking on two people who have come from like the definition of small town America. Yeah. And what's cool is like a lot of big cities are starting to get woke in the sense that like they're breaking down those barriers quick, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially like for, for women, like they're taking on a whole new side of like just breaking down barriers of like, no men aren't going to talk to us however the fuck they want. Yeah. Like that shit's dead. Um, and we can still be an independent boss woman and have sex on the regular with whoever exactly. the fuck we want. Yeah. And you, you don't get to just, you, as men, you don't get to decide if we're sluts or not. Exactly. I like that. Like, I love that shit. That's what's supposed to be like. I don't know why, like you would want to live in a society where you're completely judged and like want, like you can't be who you are because you're scared that someone's going to say something like what, like what's the issue with like you having sex but if i do it's like oh you were like disgusting and like used and i feel like we 
learn that as kids. We learn that in high yeah, school. Yeah, like, I, I was taught. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, and I was taught too, even not even by just like fellow like peers. It's anybody. It's society. It's parents. It's family. The school. The like, school. Holy like, holy shit. Yeah, basically saying like, you know, you'll hear like boys will be boys. It's like, no, you're just taught that because like like later like generations or whatever they're if we said that to them they're gonna be like what the fuck are you saying like why why yeah why what I, does that mean what does that mean because even the past uh generations will talk about like oh well like you um you can't be having sex like that like how are you gonna like, get a husband if you're like having sex and it's just like what the fuck does that mean or or anything with um down to even guys doing what they want if like you're like into rock music and you're like i want to paint my nails black like because that's fucking sick and i look like slash right. how are you gay how does nail polish make you want dick in your ass you know what i'm saying and like that's it's just things like that too it's just we're living like we're still living some of us not not me and you but a, yeah. a lot of people are still living with this like 1960s mentality exactly and that that's, like but that's who we were raised by correct yeah, absolutely we're talking generations of people who that's what the american dream was at, yeah. at for a very long time almost 40 years that's what the american dream was and then the 2000s came and people started to kind of rebel like yeah. no that's not what makes me happy I'm not thinking for the masses. I'm thinking for me. Yeah, exactly. And it takes that bit of selfishness to kind of buck shit up a little bit. Yeah, and that's what causes people to look at that and then care about others and be like, wow, like, I, should, I shouldn't give a shit that people do things that they want to do because we're all different. Mm -hmm. I'm not like you. I'm not like Jocelyn. I'm not like anybody, you know, and same to you. You're not like anybody. So it's like we have to do what we want to do and be ourselves to be happy. Cause it's like, what the fuck is the point of being here? If like, there's nothing you enjoy, right? Because, I'm just trying to be a good boy. Yeah. I'm just you trying know? to be the average dude. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's so boring. Like, why would you want to? And that, I think another is like a turnoff too. Is like when guys like, or girls, like they have that mentality. And so they'll be like, why are you doing that? That's like gay. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why does that make me, again want to scissor a chick what, mm -hmm. what does what does me wanting to play like hopping on playing cod have anything to do with like if i like eat vagina or not like that makes no sense like i can't i don't get the correlation and i try saying this to like other generations i'm like how does that make you think that this is that kind of person and they'll always be like but, 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 and then they can't come up with anything what it realistically comes down to and i think we both know this so it's not like i'm speaking it to you yeah i'm speaking it to anyone else that might be listening is it's their own insecurity yeah they have something going they on have, yeah that they don't want to deal with yeah and i know like from my own experience if i start projecting negative shit onto people if they're just simply expressing themselves and i'm not into calling people gay or doing anything like that but I know when I'm putting bad shit out into the world yeah. and it's always because I got some internal shit that I yeah. don't want to look at. Yeah. And that's exactly why I, um, this made me think of in high school when I would just dog anybody that would do anything and mm -hmm. I would just be like, Oh yeah, like fuck you or whatever. I was going through so much shit and I was so like, and as much as I gave out this confidence, self-confidence thing, I was so insecure and going through so much shit that I was putting so much negative shit out there because I was feeling negative. And right when I got out, out, out of everything and like started loving myself and starting, started to love everybody else. The rebuild process. Yeah. And that's when I was pushing out positivity and that's when I was like, so, um, basically blind to anything that would, um, 
bother me before. And it's just, you realize that it's literally anything. If anybody has a problem with anything that you shouldn't have, like, like anybody that's gay or does what they want or anything or women that have sex, it's like, why, why give them the problem? Like, it doesn't involve you at all. Like, does it hurt you? Does it cause pain to are others? Are you losing like, sleep at night? Are you losing sleep at night? And if so, like, go see a fucking therapist. Facts, because you need help. Yeah, 100%. I always, well, I don't enjoy, I shouldn't say I enjoy anyone's suffering, but I notice sometimes it's either they got shit going on or it's them and they're just mad that that other person can express themselves, yeah, whatever can. it may be. And I'm like, homeboy, like, it's okay. Like, if you want to make music, just say that. Why are you hating on your <laughs> right? local rapper? <laughs> like, right? if you want to make music, just say that shit. Exactly. Like, don't talk shit. Like, just say you're mad. It's the insecurities. It and it's, it's, it's also trying to find ourselves. We're still so young, you know? Like, yeah. the good thing about our generation is, like, we can, we can change for the better and raise the generation below us and our children to just be better. Yeah. But Which hopefully, like, it, yeah, I think, like, I think what America will be 30 years, not even 10, 20 years from now, is going to be a way different place than oh, it was 100%. for the longest yeah. time. Uh, and I don't think that it's going to be a place that is looked at by other countries of, oh, there's some powerhouse of of military and and the perfect life. No, they they created their own destiny. Like, yeah. Because not everyone was happy with the way shit was going. Yeah. And and all these other countries will look at us and be like, oh, my God, America, Jesus Christ, we're like a laughing stock. Well, yeah, right now, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's just like um, the generations above us are so worried about just like working and money. And it's all Maintaining their image. Maintaining the image and like and all this bullshit. But it's just like, why are you guys not worried about like people mm-hmm. you're not worried about like how people feel and like i know that and everybody will be like, that's fucking corny like you're supposed to care about money and whatever else and it's like you can have money like trust me i've had points where i was just balling the fuck out and yeah, i'll tell money you hungry. yeah and i'll tell you like the thing that makes you happy is being mentally like happy mm-hmm. and it's like they say like money can't buy happiness i honestly believe that i honestly feel like yeah you can be balling out jet skiing having bitches over and popping champagne bottles but it's like if you're not mentally okay you're not when you sit down at night after that yeah. crazy day you're still crying exactly coming down off fucking coke you're like wow i'm fucking miserable yep and that's something else that i think needs to be pushed is just like learning how to be mindful with yourself you will find your true self if you are 100 percent mindful yeah, and that's not something I learned, Mm-mm. was was told to learn. Why isn't that brought up in health class? Yeah. Mindfulness, like, that has helped me in more ways than anything else I learned in however many years I spent in school. Mindfulness. And it's something that I can start my day with, end my day with, and check myself periodically if I find myself slipping. Yeah, and that's exactly, and being being mindful and everything, that's what's going to get you places. That's what's going to get you money. That's what everything is like. Correct. Once you have that, you are then mentally strong enough to have that tough job and to make that money and to be able to mentally take working all those hours or doing whatever. That's a huge part. And a lot of people, like, look over that. They look at, like, physical health, and they don't even think about mentally like Mm -hmm. at all and i I just can't believe and i wasn't even taught that either like i was so focused on like 
my physical health and I was focused on money and like school and whatever but it's like I didn't take a step back and like really think about myself and I think that's like a huge problem that's going on now is like no one the high like the older generations they don't give a fuck about like well, yeah, you're looking at them die younger and younger though yeah so like you would think like maybe let's change this but you know people are hard-headed and, and generations above us are usually more like stubborn so I don't think we're changing them the good thing is yeah. we have hope to change everything that comes after us yeah which and I'm that is awesome excited for and that's why like I I I would just be so excited like even for you like you have a, a baby girl and you could like look at her and know that you're gonna give her everything and ma- not make sure she like is mentally okay make sure she knows that she can be who she is and like if she wants to do something like go do it like you're not gonna be like oh well, that's what boys do and like this and is shut that. it down and shut right. it down or like if some guy does something or you're not like boys will be boys man like whatever like things like that and that's the one thing like because we're going to take a quick break but that's the one thing that i just i hate when that term boys will be boys comes comes out by someone it's always when some fucking asshole high schooler or college shithead Mm -hmm. does some fucked up shit to a woman and or girl depending on how old they are and and they're using it as an excuse like oh boys will be boys no that's not no no that's not how that goes yeah and i was taught that growing up it's like oh boys will be boys but why the fuck can't girls be girls like i mean like you've never been like oh girls will be girls because we don't need that we we don't need that excuse we don't get that excuse correct and i think guys should go by the same thing it's like you shouldn't be able to do things because that's what how it was done before yeah society like like allows it for some reason it's like I, I can't believe like slaves were slaves, but they shouldn't be fucking slaves now. Right. Like what the Try, fuck? Damn, I've never actually heard someone say that shit. That's so, so like think about it. It's just you're taking things and like doing things, but then if you put it to something else, you're like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Correct. So it's like so should they still be killing like Jews and stuff over there? Probably fucking not because that's absolutely horrific. So why right. are we saying boys should be boys and still do things that are absolutely like putting us back in society? And we're like, and that's exactly what it is, is it's that, that sixties lifestyle where the man goes to work, the woman stays home, raises the kids. But what they don't talk about when they portray that, that old school lifestyle is he would come home and get so fucking drunk off his ass that he would beat everyone damn near into a coma. Yeah. On nights, just because he felt like it because boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. And they can do that, and and boys will be so horny and cheat. But that's boys being boys, man. Why the fuck do? Why give them the excuse? But like, if anybody, if I was like, well, I'm a girl, so society nips they'd it. They'd be in like, the you right are there. on fucking heroin if you think that one's gonna slide, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, why give them the excuse when I think maybe it's because it's they think it's easier to deal with. Just say like, oh, boys will be boys instead of actually address issues and like actually use their brain to like change that. So we would change those things and we wouldn't have to use that excuse because it wouldn't fucking happen. Exactly. I'm thinking that that it might not end in our lifetime, but it will end very, very soon. Yeah. See, for me, I don't know. It could because I think we're starting to do the thing. I don't think it'll be our generation that stops it. I think it'll probably be like your daughters or the Mm -hmm. next where they'll be like, that will not be a thing. And that will only be said by, you know, like fucking. Yeah. Like um, we don't even need trash. to classify yeah. them, right? And fucking shitheads. Yeah, that's shitheads. what it would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's all that is is like 
people that carry racism, they're learning that shit from before their their dad or their papa that taught them was even yeah. alive. Yeah. It's it's the shit like that that we have to destroy and we are like as society. Yeah. As a young society, we're starting to knock that shit down, yeah, which, nip it in the butt, and I think that's good. Which is good because the thing is, is a lot of people don't understand is a lot of when it comes to those stereotypes, when it comes to race or gender or anything, it's all, a lot of it can be from parents, like, or family or anything. Like, some of my family are the most racist people, and I've, I've cut them out of my life completely because I can't imagine being someone that hates another person for something stupid it's not even to do with them it's like their yeah. appearance and like i think that's garbage and i even strayed away from that and realized that is wrong completely like i was raised like knowing things that i shouldn't have or like slurs or anything that I would hear and just like that would be around me and obviously i got to the age where i was becoming an adult and i was like that's not what you should say or what right. you should do or how you should view a person because of their color or their gender or anything and I would just hear all this, like, the sexism, racism, and whatever growing up and think, like, that's just how life is. And that's sad. And then you grow up and you're like, holy shit. Like, I was, like, involved with fucking terrible garbage people. And yep. and then you start doing the whole, like, reevaluating everything in your life. And you're like, I can't believe, like, for all these years I thought that's just, like, how it was. And, I, and like, it was wrong. But I was like, this is crazy. And then finally growing up and straying away from that but a lot of people don't stray away from that and they use the excuse of like well this is how i was raised yeah and they don't want to let down their family exactly. like whatever it is they hold on to it for dear yeah. life because it's it's what they think are going to make their their parents or their grandparents proud yeah and i don't know why you would want that because it's like i think again a lot of people view family as something very like deep they, they have to hold they on have to. to hold on to them it's like why just limit it to just blood like why am i keeping around um an, a racist sexist asshole uncle mm -hmm. but um keeping like you you don't keep those people around just as friends like if you had a racist sexist friend you'd be like okay well i'm not gonna be your friend anymore yeah. you're clearly holding me back yeah. there's more for me sorry S same with family though they can hold you back and just because their blood does not mean that you they are your family that's just who you're related to you make your own family you know you find your friends and whatever and what they stand for and that's your family don't have to you don't have to be around these people that are speaking absolute fucking garbage mm -hmm. and putting these things into your head from birth basically you don't have to keep them in your life and i feel like a lot of people again with all these people that are pieces of shit and just looking at people differently and judging people i think a lot of it comes from their family and how they were raised and thinking that they are just always going to think this one way. And I just can't wrap around my head, like, grow up. Like, why aren't yeah. you doing your own research? Like, don't listen to your fucking parents that are on Facebook or your grandma right. or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, do your own fucking research and just know, obviously, it's not good to, like, like to look at someone and be like, oh, you're black. Oh, you're a woman. Oh, you're a man. Oh, you're Asian. Like, and then think about someone, like, a different way or think, like, they don't deserve something because you did. Think if they said that shit to you. And exactly, be like, but they hold on, motherfucker, what? Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, I have even said this. Like, okay, well, then imagine if that was to you. They're like, well, I want to deal with it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Right. Okay, you're never going to understand. Obviously, no one's going to understand if you're not one of those um people being stereotyped you're not gonna understand because you never had to really truly go through it correct like yeah we'll all be like oh i'll watch a scary movie like oh yeah i'd definitely be the person that's like killing them you don't fucking know that because right. you're not getting annihilated in your fucking house by like three people wearing masks yeah you're jason not, Voorhees isn't just popping up you know like you don't you just 
you don't you don't know because you you just can't even retain the not like retain what the fuck would even happen. Correct. And there's a there's a there is a fine line between like ignorance and just simply not not knowing a certain lifestyle. Just because I've never experienced uh, what it's like to be judged based off of my skin color doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge that it's there. Exactly. The ignorant person doesn't even see that it's an issue. No. Thinks that the slur that they make went to the to the father walking with his daughter uh, because they're a different color is somehow justified. Yeah. You know, and and that's it. That's what sickens me is yeah. that ignorant person who doesn't see anything wrong yeah. with it. And the people that joke about it because they're like, oh, it's a joke, like whatever. But it's like if I said something hurtful, like, for example, I like um, I would date someone and they would say something like about like a woman or something else. And, and I'm like, OK, but weapons when I'm like, hey, uh, small dick. Is that still funny? Is that still hilarious? Like, oh, right. yeah, you that can't hurting keep it up long enough in 15 ego. minutes. Ha ha ha. That's funny. No, it's fucking not. You're going to be crying later that night and be like, right. oh, that's 15 fucking minutes. Like, don't act like it's not going to hurt your feelings. Like, you just think it's a joke because it doesn't hurt you. And a lot of, like, the joking or whatever, it's like, yeah, make fucking jokes. I'm all about making jokes. I make jokes all the time that don't fucking offend people. Right. So it's like, then you're just not funny. So just stop telling jokes. Just stop it. It's not funny. And the big thing is, is you're not... It, not you. I'm talking people in general. The people that make stupid ass remarks and shit like that, they're not comedians. They're not getting paid to tell no. these jokes. No. Listen, there's a difference with comedy. I think true comedy, you the more you push it, the more fucked up the joke is. Yes, sometimes it's funny yeah. and it speaks to a certain there's crowd. A, read the fucking room. Read the there's room. There's a time and a place and obviously there's things that you should not joke about and there's things that are that are safe to joke about. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I know comedians another one she gone <laughs> she gone claw <laughs> one zero no but um it's just like i forget what i was talking about because i was looking at this white claw and cracking <laughs> mouth watering it's cool look we're gonna take a break we'll be right back folks all right everyone we are back after a short intermission yes. did i say that right intermission 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 yes. intermission gotta slow it down a little bit uh we are back and I want to just get right back into the show. Uh, we were talking a little bit off air um, about the sh the podcast "Call Her Daddy," um, which is ran what was ran by two females, uh, now just one, Alexandra Cooper, uh, beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous, woman. here for it, hilarious, um, and very well educated. Her mom is a relationship counselor. Just lots of knowledge that she has from the environment she grew up in. But she has a good friend and a frequent guest on the show called the MILF Hunter, who is a young 20-some-year-old handsome man who preys on the single American mother. Um, I think it's no surprise if you look at any of your social media, especially the TikTok, <laughs> yeah. that we know uh, that daddy life is your life. Oh, yeah. We love a good daddy. So <laughs> safe to say I can call you the DILF Hunter of for course. this podcast. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Delph Hunter. Um, Here she is. This is she. I don't need names, but when did you know that was something that you, I'm assuming yeah. far before you actually pulled <laughs> yes. the trigger? Yeah. You knew. Yeah. Um, but when did you know that was something that was going to like kind of be your thing? Um, 
I was actually really young and everybody was like, Justin fucking Bieber, like he's so hot and like all these fucking guys, Cody Simpson and Austin Mahone. And I was like, my dad's friend. <laughs> my dad's friend though. So you knew young. <laughs> oh, I knew young. I was like, he, he would go to Christmas parties or whatever and I'd just be like, y'all are Justin Bieber. I like my dad's fucking friend, Sean. Like, he's like 40, here for it. Sean even knows. My dad even knows. Like, they've known. Like, I would just, like, look at him. Like, he was just, like, a fucking clean. I want a clean, a fucking tree I wanted to climb on. Like, like, I was just, like, I don't even understand what. No capping. You just, you kept it real. I kept it real. I was like, I love you. Like, I want you to know that. I'm 12. I'm like, I love you. (laughs) And he's like, okay, awesome. Like, as a daughter, that's so sweet. I'm like, I want to be with you forever. Mm. Like, no, I don't want to be your daughter. I I want to be with you. Like, you are awesome. And I think you're amazing and hot. And this was my type. And like, it's it's gross. (laughs) But really, honestly, like. But is it though? I don't, I don't, maybe at 12. Yeah. I mean, like. Confessing your love. But in general, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Again, like, if there's going to be people that worship i know 13 year olds are like leonardo DiCaprio is so hot when everybody's like okay haha yeah you're gonna think that mm-hmm. so it's like what's worse that it's like a local guy maybe but like it's just like i don't know i would like idolize him as like people would idolize justin bieber or you know the older like right clint eastwood i don't fucking know like when he wasn't mm-hmm. like maybe 80 but on like, that bad boy shit yeah on that bad boy shit but like it's it was like i knew young that um i kind of like pushed it off because i i was just like that doesn't work out did yeah i mean i'm guessing at that obviously at 12 years old i can't go banging 40 year olds right and obviously that's um illegal so that's not really what i have so you're gonna be at homeboy from uh to catch a predator he's gonna be in your living room with pizza like here 2020 is gonna be there and i'm like fuck (laughs) fuck literally so um am i in trouble yeah i'm like do i Am I in trouble for the one reaching out? Right. <laughs> like, hey, daddy, like, what's <laughs> up? Like, want to go grab some pizza so I can work on my homework later? And yeah, and then fuck them over. Like, my bad. <laughs> Let's play that tape through. If that were to happen, some bad shit could have came from oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. For 100%. Sure. I wouldn't also, because like, obviously I wasn't the type to be like, I just want to get busted down. But right. like, I obviously just like looked at them. It's like, you're so hot. And like one day when i'm of age i'm coming i'm coming <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah like it's all cute and shit when i'm 12 but just wait till i'm 21 baby right because oh, yeah i'm here i'm here and i'm coming I'm like a little <laughs> fucking tiger like <laughs> and i bet you none of them could have predicted that like she wasn't fucking around because here she is yeah no they they don't and i i remember like telling um sean like later in life like i would always be like happy birthday sean like send him shit on facebook and right. stuff like i'm just dro- trying to do dm dive because right. that's my thing is i dm dive dads We're like yeah happy <laughs> birthday like because that's the only thing you can fucking say to your friends like your parents friends is like happy birthday you can't be like can i can i sh-, you know give you a go go like they're right. not that's something you can't say because it's just like that's does it doesn't they land don't well even, they, well and they're not even from an age where they would understand what a, a DM dive was. Yeah. They'd be like, what? They'd be like, is that a technique that divers use? Right. Yeah. They'd right. be like, is that some sort of dive off the Olympics? He goes on Amazon to try to yeah, buy it. He's try like, buy maybe a DM she's diver. suggesting I use this in the pool. And like, well, that's <laughs> not I it. Need that. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, not the Gluck Gluck 9000. <laughs> Fuck. Not the Gluck 3000 <laughs> I was looking at. No, but yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I just knew from a young age and 
growing up also that was just terrible because it's like i all the people i was supposed to like be dating the 13 year old fucking people you know what i'm saying when i'm a 12 year old girl right i'm supposed to be like looking at people my age and i'm just like Ugh, like totally turned fuck? off by yeah, it i'm like ew you don't have the salt and pepper you know like you look like you're fucking 13 so it's the more gray cute. hair is the better yeah to a point and then they start losing it and then you're like yeah yeah your grandpa I mean, some grandpas they could get it still. Um, I'm I could also be Gilf, a gilf hunter. Gilf hunter. Gilf hunter here also. Um, but yeah, no, there's just my my sweet age. I give it as like thirty eight's kind of young, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push to forty, like forty to like fifty five. Sometimes you get a little sneak in there Particular. that's like you know sixty five, and you're like, you look really good for sixty five. Maybe was a high school quarterback. Maybe definitely years before. Years before and was definitely in up. shape. Held it up. Definitely didn't lose his hair. Um, then yeah, they could also get it. But yeah, I just knew from a young age, very young, that um, I was definitely into older uh, men. Also, obviously in high school and stuff, I'd have like Mr. Walker, and I would tweet him all the time. <laughs> I would tweet him like. I'm thankful for my family, like on Thanksgiving, like right. literally my post on Instagram and everywhere was like, I am thankful for my family. I am thankful for my therapist and I am thankful for my history teacher, um, <laughs> Mr. Walker at him at him oh. and his, his own son literally was like, delete this. Like Please. literally no, none of that, literally none of his children would follow me on any social media platforms. Like they would not even talk to me cause they would know that I was on the prowl for their father. This 14-year-old girl was like... She was hunting. I was hunting. Dope hunter. Yeah. You can't be mad. You can't get mad. Like, you can't be a good-looking dad and just think that, like, teenage girls are not going to go crazy. Like, that's just something you have to fucking deal with. Like, you know, like... Fact. Famous people and paparazzi. You're, you, that's just it a It comes thing. with the territory. It comes with the job, you know? Yep. So it's like, what, what are you at, like... You're a hot dad. Like, what do you fucking expect? Like, no one's going to be like, he's a hot dad. Let me be a dilf hunter. I remember I, exactly where I was. Um, seventh grade, I had I was in science sitting next to, debatably still to this day, one of the finest girls to ever graduate in my class. And we have a substitute. I'm not going to say it was Mr. Rice because it, it might have it really <laughs> truthfully might up. have been. Um, you also have to understand this is like I'm in seventh grade. So we're talking yeah. young, young. He was yeah. young at that. Younger. Point. Yeah. Uh, probably like by like 20 years, 15, 15 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, and I remember her being like, he's fucking hot. It wasn't Mr. Rice. I know exactly yeah. who it was. I'm not even going to name drop him. But she was like, he's fucking fine. And I remember being like, What? And being like kind of like disturbed, but also like insulted. Like he, what? Well, what does he have that I don't? <laughs> yeah, like what are you talking about? Like, do you not see this Bob Marley shirt that I wore because I know you like smoking weed, and you're talking about this motherfucker? I was so upset, but I remember being All this like devotion and got you nowhere. It was a thing. Right? Like, oh, it's a thing. Apparently, yeah. no. and I just had to accept it. And the the sooner I did, the more I, I was intrigued by it, yeah. because I think that like you're in tune, you know what you want, and you're gonna you're gonna eventually gonna be old I enough be to go it. after it. Yes, 
Yeah, no, 100%. I know a lot of people get, like, weirded out, and still this day, it, like, like, that always comes in my path, is, like, people are like, that's so fucking gross, like, whatever. And I don't even know how to, like, tell those people, like, okay, but, like, the, the, you have sex with 20 year olds and I think that's gross. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like young people, like they'll be my age and they're having sex with people that are two years younger than them being like not even 20 years old. And I'm like, Oh, so that's fine. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Like they've been out of high school for two years or a year. And you're like, that's sexy. But like me liking a grown man that has their shit together and isn't full of social media. That's gross. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That, okay. I'm disgusting. So it's like, I can't even, to people that are always like shaming me or whatever but like they watch fucking milf porn i'm like you watch like a mom bang the stepdaughter but like no, that's stop. Th- th- that's yeah that's not gross but like me actually in real life being like oh yeah i think he's handsome and like i would also uh want to be a part of that that's like oh are you fucking serious you gross ass bitch like seriously ew disgusting you have nothing in common when the the first time that it happened, was it like scratching a niche you had you had Fuck, never been like able to get to? It was like winning the fucking lottery. It was like literally like fiending. You're like, oh, I gotta get <laughs> getting that fixed though. <laughs> gotta, gotta get that fixed, yeah. And then it like happens, and you're like, this is everything I've ever possibly wanted in my entire life. I mean, I put myself at your age, twelve, thirteen years old, in in trying to identify with what my fantasy was at that point, and I I'm. I'm right there. It's an it's an yeah. older, experienced woman, yeah. you know, scratching that itch all those years later, just Literally. knowing had to. I oh, it was a moment. I bet it was a fucking moment. Like I was expecting fireworks. Like I really was like gonna throw a party. I was like, this has happened. I felt like instead of a grad, I was like graduating. I was like, <laughs> where's better, my fucking though. grad party? Yes. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, and all of that. Like um. Yeah, but it was just terrible growing up. Like, I was into everything wrong. Like, I wasn't anybody like me. I was like, I liked chicks and old men. So I was like, fucked. Because it's like, I'm not going to be a 13 year old be like, hey, a friend of mine, I think you're really pretty and I like you. They'd be like, you're a lesbian. Get away from me. Yeah. So you're not not trying to kiss. Yeah. I'm like, so you're not trying to kiss at the sleepover right now. And like, there'd be truth or dare. I'm like, oh, so like, okay, like, I dare you to kiss me. That'd be so gross. Oh, my God, don't kiss me. Like, ew, we're doing this right now? Like, I might have to think you're, like, some cute guy from our grade. Like, right. <laughs> like, we're gonna... So we're kissing right now. Like, you might... But... But, like, so we're gonna do it. <laughs> we're locking lips right now. <laughs> you threw the tongue into it. You yeah, said, I'm like, hey. oh, oh, my God. Like, that's so funny. Like, I can't believe I just made out with you and, like, kind of, like, pulled your hair a little bit. Oh, my God. So, so this is why the people love you. This is it. <laughs> This is fucking it right here. So I definitely understand, like, yeah, there, as a kid, that's got to be somewhat hard because even even being vocal about it, people are going to, not everyone's going to be take it the way I did in that yeah. science class that day and be like, I don't understand, but I want to. A lot of people are going to be like, that's fucked up. You're sick. Yeah. yeah b- but that's the again, problem with back our to fucking, society. Exactly. That's our whole problem. Gener- like our, our whole fucking problem as a society is like, right. We have these thoughts that we're like, Oh, this is wrong. This is right. But like what justifies your wrong and right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause anybody else in the world could be like, that's fucked up. And you do that every day, but you're not a fucked up person. You're not causing harm to anybody. It's just like how you're living your life. So it's like, right. what makes you think that you are correct? And that's, like, a huge problem. People don't, like, reflect and look back and are like, yeah, this doesn't really fucking affect me. But, you know, everybody has that. Like, a lot of people. Not everybody. Right. Majority of people have that problem of thinking that they're always correct. 
but that's just I think how America is. Yeah, we're stuck in our ways. 100%. I don't understand it. I do not. Um, do you have any moments, mind you, because I, I've when I have a, someone on the show, I have to stalk them that week to learn any possible things that it might be that I don't know that I need to bring up. Yeah. Um, so spending a good amount of time on all TikToks. God bless um, you. Holy fuck. Definitely came across the one, and I don't even need <laughs> names. There's a few. There's a few that I have questions of. Yeah. But once we get later in the show, I will ask them. Um, but while we're on the topic of the of the Dills, you brought up a story um, that I kind of want you to elaborate on. Of course. And like I said, you don't need a. You I don't will. need a. <laughs> what's up with the with the mom getting involved? You know which one I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> Which one? You said you said the the husband tried to tell him that like the mom something where the mom flashed you her tits. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, holy fuck! For yes. everyone listening who doesn't who doesn't know your TikTok, please tell me this okay. story. So basically, um, this holy fuck. Okay, I gotta put the vape down. Okay, so this story. This is a good one. Um, so. Where do I fucking begin? So anyway, it all started probably it was St. Patty's Day. And um, the the people I'm talking about were very close friends of my family, like best friends for you. Like, I'll let you know that besties like, um, yeah, through just sports and whatever, like best friends. We're talking lifelong. I'm talking about like it's it wasn't lifelong. But the thing is, is um they are um in the community and like have Mm -hmm. kids and whatever and so obviously we've all went to school with each other and um they were just parents that had like a i'm trying to do this without like really saying it um they had they 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 were a public figure they had similar things in common and that brought them together and they would see each other almost every single day Uh and just be really close and they go to parties together and whatever so that was like a whole thing so um it was St. Patty's Day. I was with my cousin. We were kicking it at Ziggy's, doing whatever. And so um, I see them and I come up to them, talking to them. They know my personal life. They're asking me if, like, I'm doing better and, like, just, like, getting the rundown and asking about, like, my marriage, my past marriage and whatever. And they were just like, oh, how's that going? Because that was during my whole divorce and everything. Right. So. Um, they're just questioning and I'm like oh well it's like not working like it's not working out we're obviously like you know going separate ways and whatever and it's good though so I'm telling them about this and they're giving me drinks and we're having a good time because like with me with my parents friends I was always the entertainer I was always the one even from a young age I was like hey like be funny like mm-hmm. like just you know entertain them so for me growing up it was not weird for me to like hang out basically with like my parents friends and like be kicking it with them and like whatever so obviously, um, yeah, I was still, I was 20. I wasn't 21 yet. So, um, pulled up the fake ID and, um, whatever, but I was kicking it with them, whatever. And all of a sudden, like, she's like, oh my God, go to the bathroom with me. And she's all drunk. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's go to the bathroom. So even prior to this, um, I like would get like the hand on the knee or like the foot by me and like kind of rub me. And I'm thinking maybe he's like drunk and not understanding that I am not the table and like, gotcha. Yeah, maybe he's thinking I'm the leg, you You're know, trying to justify. You know, yeah, I'm justifying like this right. is not happening. You know, like when someone accidentally like 
thinks like it's the the thing that keeps the chair together and they're like mm-hmm. touching it and then you're like that and you move and they're like oh fuck that was you and then I quickly try, yeah i tried doing that like seven times and it was still like i got the foot and i was still getting like the hand on the leg and i'm like okay fuck yep <laughs> he doesn't think i am the table he <laughs> he knows who he, he is knows touching. what's he, going he on. knows what's going down so i'm thinking like I do not want to ruin a marriage on St. Patty's Day being Irish and just here for the the spirit. Right. You know, of, of St. Patrick. Don't want to fuck up any marriages today. Um, so I kind of avoid that for like 10 minutes and then I'm like, okay, regroup. So I go to the bathroom with the, the wife and so we go to the bathroom. So then this other girl comes to the bathroom and they like start like making out and like whatever. So I'm thinking like, oh, it's just girls like kissing girls. And maybe that's just me being like my yeah. inner lesbian is like, right. do it. Keep going. <laughs> like, that's so funny. If you guys like keep making out. Pull the hair. In front of me. Like, that's so funny. And, and like kind of tongue. Yeah. Like maybe someone gets thrown onto the sink or something. <laughs> you know? But no, they like kiss or whatever. And like, haha. And they start like flashing each other and like flashing me and like just being drunk as shit and i'm right. thinking it's girls just being drunk bitches so i'm like yeah like here's my rack if you want to call it that here it is <laughs> he, right in front of you mom's friend and everybody else like yeah. what's up enjoy so um after the bathroom tit party um we go back out and are you feeling better about going back out cuz i know you needed yeah. to take a minute to regroup yeah after regrouping, I went back out thinking like maybe if I'm going to pick... regroup. Yeah. I mean, after that, after who that, knows? like, do you regroup? Because it's a like there's ball. another. Yeah, it's like another. Hey, here's factor. all this shit, and then boom, here's more shit to deal with. So right. it's like I'm trying to regroup from the last thing, but then there's this current thing that is like going on. So like, how do you give that attention? You don't. So then right. you go back out, and you're like, maybe I'll just sit somewhere different. But is that awkward? Because then it's like. Yeah, you peeped game, and yeah. now it's like, I peeped your game, I peeped your game, now and what? it fucking sucked, and I'm with your wife. So right. it's like, do I sit there still, or do I, like, move again? And I'm so anxious, so I re- overthink these things, and I'm like, wait, is it weird if I sit somewhere else? And, like, I don't want to ruin this once again, but, like, again, like, what is going on? So then, um, <clears throat> after that, um... I sat back in my original seat because I was like, oh, this is... You just had to commit. I had to commit. I I want to make it look like I didn't even notice. I was just doing like the, oh, like what? Oblivious. Oblivious young teen. Yeah. So I was pulling that one. So we sit back down and whatever. And then he's like, hey, like I have to smoke a cigarette. And at the time I smoked cigarettes. But anyway, I went outside. The whole, oh, it's in my car. The pack of cigarettes are in my car. And I'm like also kind of drunk but i'm like okay fuck it let's like let's take a walk to the car because like when i'm drunk like i just want to like if yeah. someone's like let's go to the car cool. i'm down oh fuck yeah st patty's day adventure i'm drunk as shit like, yeah you're teed up it's st patty's teed day up. you don't yeah. even have to it's explain. like 8 p.m i'm still going from like 8 a.m yep so i'm going hard so i obviously take the journey to the car we get in the car don't know why we're getting into the vehicle now, but we're getting in. So I'm thinking maybe we're going to smoke in the car so he's right. not cold. Because it like that St. Patrick's Day, it was, it was fucking yeah, frigid it's in hit Ohio. Or miss at that time of yeah, year. Yeah, it's fucking cold. So we go in the car. He like turns it on, but he starts driving. Oh. Why are we driving? Maybe he wants to go for a drive, but I'm pretty sure you were drinking. 
I'm going to shut my 20-year-old mouth up. You have the experience. You know, your parents, like, have driven drunk probably and been like, oh, I do that. And you think yeah, growing they up they probably took fine. you to a soccer game yeah, fucking fucked gone up. before. Yeah, gone. Right. Like, they were watching fucking Super Bowl Sunday or something and then, like, yeah. had to take me fucking somewhere. Yeah. Little rat bastard. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking, okay, like, we're going somewhere. Maybe we're driving, cruising a cigarette. Like we're still not, trying to justify I'm that, ju- justifying the fuck out of it because it's like I'm that person that's like this doesn't seem like it's supposed to be like this, but I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Really, just keep really being like this is my instinct, but maybe I'm wrong. Right. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. I hate being put in those predicaments because yeah. I always end up getting let down and one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, and it's like, and I'm usually my my instinct is correct when right. it comes to those. So, but I'll go the other way. Oh, yeah. Using logic over instinct I, yeah. every time, and I yeah. always end up getting always let down. Up. Yeah, 100%. I'm, yeah, that is my one thing that I'm always, I just get fucked over. Mm-hmm. So we're on the drive or whatever, and then all of a sudden stops and parks, like right down one of those fucking stupid streets. Someone goes down right. in Amherst. So we're there, and he's like, he, <laughs> he like, grabs no before I want this the tea. holy fuck before this before we fucking drive off he goes i'm looking out the window and puts his hand in my shirt and like through bra and i'm looking out the window like what the fuck is happening like i'm full of anxiety of like and in that moment like and again this is back to like when we would think if you're in a horror movie you just stab them yeah usually i'd bitch slap them and be like get the fight, fuck off me you stupid bitch freeze. like i'm gonna beat the shit out of you mm-hmm. i would do that i froze up maybe it was because like our whole past and everything and just the situation i was like wait what the fuck is happening right and it was for like a second and then i hear a knock pounding on the window and i look and it's his wife still before you had left before we left yeah because i totally forgot this oh, happened shit. so then she's you like buried this oh i am memory. <laughs> oh fuck i am fucked out of my mind right now so she sees her husband grabbing my fucking 20 year old titty in his hand and i'm looking out the window like i cannot believe this shit's happening right. like why am i put in this position like what have i done like literally reevaluating my whole entire fucking life since like when i could walk being like why the fuck am i in this predicament right now like why me so then all of a sudden that happens and and then i don't i don't know what happened but like then we drove off and i don't know why i was still in the car i think i was so just like in shock and like you were just what? stuck at that point I'm you had to have fuck. been stuck i'm stuck you it's like one of those moments that you're just gonna have to take it in and be like i'm yep. gonna just have to tell this as a story one day because i can't get out of it and here it is and here and, and here <laughs> the it is. moment has here, arrived and it is unraveled before me so then we go up to the driver whatever and he and he can we pause for one second Yes. Are you even feeling this at all? Because I know you're into the to the dad life, but it kind of seems like you're not really that into it. I was not into it because the thing is, it's like he has a wife and like I love both okay. of them. Like I think they're amazing. And it's like. And you're friends with the kids. Yeah. And it's I'm like. I'm probably fucking friends with the kids. You are. Okay. So it's like. So it's right. Like, so it's like. It's just that thing where it's like I grew up with like these people in my life and whatever. And it's just like it's so much to fucking deal with. It feels wrong. And it's like and like, yeah, I I grew up with like my dad's friend and thought he was how I wanted to bang him since I was 12. But the thing is, is like. He wasn't making the pass. There's a marriage. (laughs) There's a marriage here and like a family, like kids and like. You People, pull out your phone, you text Sean like thinking of you. Yeah, I'm like, you. Sean, like, thinking, thinking of, of you. you for real. Happy birthday. It's not even his fucking birthday. No, but... Oh, my God. But no, but like... And then all this... I don't know what happens because I'm drunk, but all I know is that... 
car goes into park. Car goes in the park. He's telling you to get in the back seat, and you're like, I don't want to go in the back seat. You know what happens in the back seat? Nothing good happens right, in the back seat right. after a point. If you're in the front seat, go in the back. That only means one thing. Doesn't mean that you're trying to get comfortable. Hell it means you're no. going to Pound Town, and Hell I was no. going there, and I was like, I don't. Can we not go there? So. But this is a conversation you're having in your head. I'm yeah. assuming. So then I'm kind of telling, and then I finally get to the point where I'm like, don't don't you have like a wife? And she was mad. He was like, no, she was mad about something else. Like she's okay with this. Like we do this all the time. I'm like, what do you mean by we do this? Like you do something sneak with, off with young yeah, girls with young girls behind her back and she gets mad pounds on your window like what is that and yeah. he like described to me like oh no like we find people together and we do this thing so i'm basically thinking like okay swingers. they're swingers ah. so i'm thinking okay then this is okay maybe right i don't know i'm 20 i don't know what fucking really swingers are so i'm like oh so you're a swinger that's cool yeah that's not also let's just be clear like that's not in high school, I didn't know any couples that were swingers. No, you don't know couples that are I didn't swingers. Know you see on like Family Guy or something, and then you're like, oh, okay. Now that I'm older, I not older, not that like not like I'm that much older. Yeah, but, but older, yeah. I understand that. Like, I I'm assuming it. I work with it. I worked with a dude that is very open about him and his wife being swingers. Yeah, uh, says it makes their relationship last longer. Um, it makes it more exciting. I'm assuming eventually you hit a point where things get maybe stale or yeah. dry and you just got to open up other doors. Yeah. And I'm, so, and I'm here for other people doing that. Like no judgment at all. But like you're, you're the one being like Loki, like preyed yeah, on. Yeah. I'm being right. preyed on. So I'm thinking like they came and then I'm rethinking about her flashing me in the bathroom and like, was it, was it just whatever. an antic? Like, and I'm right. thinking like, was that like her thing? And then this is his thing. And this is like them kind of like, together so i'm thinking yeah. like okay they both want me and i'm like oh so a mom and a dad so both of my like little fetishes collide that's on the gang and i'm like that's on gang like i'm right. like i'm a pussy if i don't do this <laughs> so i go to the back seat and i'm like okay like what's up so like we we don't do everything because that's when i'm like okay no like i don't like any dick related i'm like ah like i don't think this is right like yeah. when he's like mid giving me whatever, I'm like, yeah, maybe we like shouldn't. Like maybe we should like wait for your wife or something. So so then, so obviously that's when um after I'm good, he didn't get shit. Dismissed. I'm like I'm like oh yeah, like we should definitely like get your wife involved. For and, sure. For sure. And for like, sure. Before anything happens, like to you. <laughs> <laughs> to me, and to I'm, me. I still might just let her be the only one to do that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You could probably be in the other room, and I'll just ask you for water and snacks occasionally. Normalize that, ladies and gentlemen. Normalize 100%. dismissing a dude after he does what he's supposed to do. Because I feel like dudes feel like they're like low key entitled to some shit. Yeah, they like. Uh, uh, or, no, not that I think. I know. Yeah, we we just think that way. Start doing that shit and yeah, see how society no, shapes up real yeah, quick. Exactly. And that's what I'm here for. I'd like I'd rather that have happened. Them just like do their part and then be like Pfft. just like they do like yeah, what the time just fucking like, leave some nasty shit either in a towel and yeah. a sock or in your fucking mouth. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm fine on my stomach. I'm like, I'm over it, you know. So it was like yeah, it was one of those where I'm like, hey, let's just like wait for your wife because I feel like this is like could be wrong. Right. And I just want to like make sure like I'm drunk as fuck. Like again, like drunk as shit. 
I'm trying to like really make an be, like, educated decision. Yeah, I'm like educated. I'm sitting there like in the back seat, like you know, just staring up at the ceiling, and I'm like, let's wait for wife. So we go back to the bar, and I and I just see her in a rampage. And I'm so like, she was mad. So she was mad. Okay, so her flashing me in the bathroom was just her being like, uh, "What's she uh, doing?" I, I, she was just. You could cr- tell she was pissed. She was you crying to the, the bartender. Room. No, she definitely dropped dropped my name to the bartender that we both went to school with and knew me and everything. And I'm like, this is good. This is really good. Even though I literally thought like they were both on team mm-hmm. with it, and I thought this was like a way of seeing like if I was like up to par and like was down right because you know the women are usually not the ones like i've been asked to have threesomes and whatever with couples before and it's mm-hmm. usually the guy that, that says like, the girl's never like hey like fuck me and my boyfriend even though it should be i'd be like yes because i'm probably here more for you versus the guy but it's Fact. usually the guy that's horny and being like fuck me and my girl so you're like low-key the dude's like threatening to leave his girl if they don't <laughs> like experiment more literally so it's like some fucked up thing so it's like I wasn't aware that I had to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. So obviously she's like having a mental fucking breakdown, like whatever else, and just pissed off. But then later on, which I didn't even talk about, is that she was also down like later in life, like a few months later, like we all went out for a birthday and like they're both kind of making a move on me. And I'm like, oh my God, is it happening? Is it happening? And then I think she got like upset or something. And I she remember, got cold feet. Yeah. And I remember like sleep. I remember crashing at their house and like just hearing them argue outside. And I'm like, over little old me. Oops. <laughs> Loki love that shit though. I was like here for it, but at the same time I was like, I don't want to ruin anything because I feel Fact, bad. Right. Yeah, it's like me being a good person, but also like, oh my god, like I live in your head rent free. I wanna I wanna know why a I mean obviously if they're both making moves they were making moves that night. I wanna know why a swinger couple is even upset over the situation. Yeah. Y'all decided to live that lifestyle. Yeah. Why are you upset? I think it's more of like maybe the woman felt like the the guy's going to cheat. So at least like maybe let let me be there. So it doesn't right. feel as much as cheating. Maybe that's how they think. And I honestly think that 100% is like I can see a woman being like my man's cheating on me and whatever else and like wants other women. So like why not just do it together mm-hmm. and feel like they're kind of forced to do it, which is like they should have just left. But like if you have a family and everything else, I see like there yeah, could the ball, be the game changes. Yeah, for sure. the, it changes completely. It's just not you anymore. It's mm-hmm. you and children and whatever else. So it's like to keep a family together, a woman's just going to be like, let's do it together. That'd be so awesome for me. Thank you. I want to share you. Right. Which a lot of women do not want to do. That's another thing too. Is is as a man, as like a as a dude who has done plenty of fucked up yeah. things, um, individually in relationships. I think that like we need to understand. I I know for me, I have to understand like if I want to do stupid fucking shit, I either don't need to be in a relationship or. I need to address these problems exactly. to someone who can seriously help me yeah. move forward. Why is it that I feel the need to to find more? What exactly. is it? What is it about me? Because it's not about my partner. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Because a lot of it is like I feel like people will that want to cheat or want to like look for more and like they're in a relationship but are viewing other things and whatever. It's like it might be the relationship in general and not it might there's nothing wrong with that other person it's like you're looking for something and didn't find it in this relationship mm-hmm. or 
there there is something that um you need to fix and it's like again like i know there's couples that do it and i uh, like have don't have problems i think i've never really heard of those but it's like i think a lot of it too is like i think women women would be down in general if the guy guys weren't so fucking sneaky you know what's saying it's like yeah yeah we can fuck this girl but it's like after like you're gonna be hitting her up like in her dms like wanting to fuck her and like just her yeah just her you know what i'm saying it's like sneak shit on some sneak shit clearly what, what happened almost went down yeah exactly so it's like things like that it's like how like you can't give people this much because they're gonna take this much and it's like you put down these laws and whatever, but that's not going to stop someone that's like, I want to fuck without you, obviously, because you weren't involved in it at all. So it's like, I I think again, like a problem is, is like trust. And it's like, I, how am I supposed to trust you? And like to, if we can just both bang it out, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm not going to be the one that's going to hit her up and being like, I want to be with you or like, Oh my, I want to fuck you. Like, and not tell him. Leave it there. I'll leave it at that because it's done. Like I got, I I came and I left, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like one of those, but it's like, I think a lot of men have that thing where it's like, and again, it's like horny and like you're put here to like literally create. That was literally why men are put here is to literally fight shit, to be workhorses and to to fuck, go to war and to fuck. Literally. That is exactly what they're here for. If we go, if we channel like our instincts, I think just like everything else develops in time. So have men. Yeah. Um, which is where you meet your dime a dozen good guys. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean that you're you're cast out to be this way and this way only for your entire life. Yeah, hundred percent. You could be that piece of shit. Yeah. Reflect, acknowledge, and change. Exactly. Like just change your fucking ways because that kind of shit is always going to reoccur. Yeah, hundred percent. If so, you don't change it. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why again, like I think so many of those like relationships are just so like full of just tox like just toxicity or talk whatever the toxicity toxicity i don't even know if that's the word to be honest i mean it sounds fucking correct sounds good sounds like something i have said in the past (laughs) shit sounds good (laughs) shit sounds tight so (laughs) let's roll with it but it's just like things like that i think is what really like holds down women from like ever doing it because it's like we're always worried about the guy it's never the guy worried about anything Mm -hmm. like i don't think guys that's also because we're just oblivious to shit yeah that too like like i've been in relationships i've been in relationships where i've been cheated on and i'm so fucking like living in my own world like uh you know playing fantasy football and taking shits on the toilet that I don't even realize I'm getting cheated on. Yeah. You know, I'm like, just then one day someone, you know, and it's always like the friend. It's like her friend. Yeah, it's always the one that she was like, that's my bro. Like, what are oh you my talking God. about? Like, we Every literally have sleepovers time. and we're fine. Every fucking, Every fucking time. time. And I don't know what it is about you women where you guys decide to, oh, he's gay. Oh, he's, oh, he's gay. Don't worry about, I don't ever understand where like, I'm starting to get hip to that to that shit. I got hip yeah. at 18 years old, living in South Florida. I'm like, that dude is not gay, and why do y'all <laughs> all say that? What's up with the gay Literally, comments? If it's like if it, like a good percent of the time, if we're like, oh, he's gay, he's not fucking gay. You like having him around, it's, but it, you don't want to fuck him on the red. Yeah, and I or it's like to the point of like like with me even it's like. I'll say like, oh, he's gay. He's not gay, but I just don't want you to like have to worry because ha- like literally, I don't. I'm not out here fucking my like the mm-hmm. gay friend. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, right? I 
I don't want to even get in, like, because my problem in relationships is like, I'll have to be like, oh, they're gay just to cover up like it's a guy that I do not like. Yeah, they probably want to bang me. But you have no intention. But I have no intention. Right. And I know how to stop things just because they want to bang me doesn't mean I'm going to bang them. And I think that's like a lot of what people don't understand, men and women, is like we can have friendships that like of the opposite, of the opposite sex. sex, like maybe, yeah. The other person wants to bang them, but it's like they don't want to bang them. So why does it matter? And it's like I have a problem with like my guy friends will be like, like they'll like hit on me or say something stupid. They know it's going nowhere. Right. They're just dudes being fucking dudes. They'll be like, okay, I see you like throw go. Like you looking good today. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, beach. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like saying some stupid you know, shit. You know, my your friend- guy friends are the same fucking dudes I, I have to deal with. Yeah. It, I know for a fact they're not gay. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. I, I I take it for what it is. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, so it's like one whatever. of those. It's like half the time I'm just saying it because it's like I'm just trying to avoid anything. Mm. And like, it, and I know they're not going to personally know that guy's not gay. So it's like, that's just like my thing of like, okay. He's yeah, you know, you know your boyfriend isn't walking up yeah. to that dude in private. Like they catch him at a party like, so what's up? You're a fag? And he'd be like, what? Or he's like, hey, want to suck this dick? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, no dude is ever going to say that. No, no dude's going to do that. Because, like, guys, again, are oblivious. And they're just going to be like, what up, bro? Right. Or never run into them. But that proves that women are smarter than men. The fact that, like, you guys have to say that shit just to calm us down so that we're not, like, banging on our chest Who like apes that? and shit. Yeah. Like, fuck you, bro. Fuck you. Yeah. Back I just, off. I just think, um, again, like, just women i think like we're just smarter in aspects of things like that because it's like you guys are oblivious yeah and like obviously aware yeah it's like we all have like pros and cons of like our gender and everything Mm -hmm. like guys are obviously like by nature and like obviously by majority are going to be stronger than women because you're put on here to hunt and to and obviously you're gonna be more like horny and can't control that because you're put on here to create Mm -hmm. and we're going to be smarter because by nature like in studies and everything we're strategic and whatever because we are here to be mothers and use our brains for that reason we're here to be mothers yeah that's why and to teach and write exactly absolutely and that's what we're here for to take care of a child so that's why we're here we know how to we think things or we're told that we're over thinkers but it's like we're not overthinking we're just like that's how we think you know what i'm saying i i'm guilty of it at times but i hate like when i reflect on arguments or conversations um i get upset when we are like oh you're being crazy like yeah. that's like a big no-no yeah and i feel like we pull that card as a last oh, resort 100 like, percent to get oh, out of anything you're being crazy like, right now you're just bringing up a fight to just fight no you're you being valid and and you're being valid and logical <laughs> i'm telling you my feelings yeah. and you're like whoa what the fuck back whoa. in the fuck down why are you trying to ruin my day right you know what i'm saying it's like one of those but it's like no, I'm just telling you, like, you fucked up, and this is how you fucked up, and this is why you fucked up, and how to avoid fucking up. Correct. That's how I bring up fights. Like, I'll say, like, hey, this bothered me, and, like, just do this instead of this, and, like, that's it. They're like, wow, you're really trying to, like, we were having such a good day, and now you yeah, want to, like, like... like, you ruined like, I, it. I was just like, do you know what? Fuck you and your good day. I want you to just fucking suffer now. <laughs> no, I don't like fighting. I don't want to fight. Who was like, do you know what? I'm going to fight. Like, yeah, sometimes you have a crazy moment where you're like, today's too good. Let me fuck it up. Let me fuck it up. But it's like a majority of the time, it's literally just 
me trying to explain why you hurt my feelings. It's not me trying to ruin your fucking like parade or whatever you're doing your day. That's like so great because you fucked up my day. So I'm going to let you know you did. It's not me being crazy or overthinking. And half the time I'm called crazy and overthinking I'm right. And it's, and yeah, we, we like I said, we pull that as a last yeah, card. Yeah, it's the last card that. we have in the deck, and we're like, because I've huh? done it too. I've done it too. Like when I'm caught, like I've been a shitty girlfriend before. I've mm. definitely cheated and done whatever. And I, I'll be like, you're fucking crazy, or like you're starting shit. That's literally just you should just have like a, a light bulb that's like, oh, this person's definitely hiding something, or definitely knowing that they're wrong, but they want to stick to their ground and like right. make you think you're crazy and like they're right. I've done it. I've been on both sides, so that's why I think I'm like fucking above when it comes to like relationships or people it in comes general with experience because i fucking read people like a book because mm-hmm. it's like i know just stop lying like it's so obvious and you're saying things that i've said in the past to previous like right lovers. I've, I, I've i've ran that line i've before. said that exact line and i've done exactly what you're doing but i'm yep. gonna call you out because i can fact Th- so just take Take fucking notes if you guys are listening to this Literally, right now. Literally, have a fucking a notepad and a pen, maybe two pens. You're gonna learn just in case from, it runs out of fucking. Age. You're gonna learn from both sides how to just yeah have a good fucking life and relationship. There's a few things I want to get, not a few. There's a lot I want to get into uh, from the comic side of you. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and then right after that we'll jump right good, into I it. I have to pee. Awesome. Here we go. <laughs> All right, everyone, and we are back. Basically, we've been telling you what not to do in the relationship, but let me tell you what not to do in life, and that's drugs, ladies and gentlemen. Heard. Heard on that. Heard that. That's a, that's a straight coined <laughs> kitchen term. Yeah. I say that still in in my career now, and people think it's funny. They're like, heard, like, like that's some drill sergeant i'm like no that's some restaurant restaurant. shit dog (laughs) literally (laughs) heard corner behind making (laughs) calls i guess just like the restaurant industry though drugs have flown around in this room probably enough to put down the entire city that we're from (laughs) literally county together we've consumed enough drugs to put down Maybe even the state of Ohio. You're welcome, everyone, for me having to take your shit. Yes. And all the pain that comes <laughs> all with All the it. pain and suffering. You're welcome that I had to endure it and you did not. I will tell you there's a few things. There's many things that I don't miss about the lifestyle. Um, but I want to hear from you. Experiences, um, reflections, and where you found a beacon of hope in a very, very dark time. Yeah, 100%. Um so my uh, drug addiction all started basically. I'll just kind of get from where it started. Was um, you know, I was I was hanging out with friends and I was in a bad place mentally and I didn't have an outlet. Like yeah, I had I was really good at tennis and sports and whatever, but I guess that didn't really fucking do it because I was on heroin. So <laughs> I guess that wasn't the right outlet. That was the outlet maybe my parents wanted for me, but it wasn't truly mine. But um, so I had all of this like hurt and anger and depression and all this mental illness that I wasn't being like wasn't getting taken care of. And so my friends were like, oh, like, want to do this or whatever? And I've always been, like, experimental. And I was Mm -hmm. always like, yeah, no problem. Like, obviously stealing, like, Michael Kors bags for fucking Coke and everything. Like, what what we always used to do or whatever. So it's like I I was just in that life because it was like 
that was my escape was like yeah. doing drugs. I didn't feel like the guilt or I didn't feel the anger or the sadness or whatever. So like you my, lived in the moment. Yeah. I lived in my, I lived in the moment and my friends were like, Oh, Hey, try this. It's like Oxy. And I'm like, okay, fuck. Yeah. Oxy's cool. How old were you at the time? So that people listening. Yeah, know. of course. Um, I probably was when this happened, I was 17, but, okay. um, the thing is, is that, when I was younger too, I, I probably started doing drugs that like I wasn't weed. I don't really classify weed as a drug, but, um, other than weed, like probably started when I was like 14. Yeah. 14 was the age. Cause like my friends would take their like parents painkillers and be like, let's do this in the bathroom before we go fucking see JVS. Like right. before Homeboy, a field trip. His yeah. appendix burst. He got a bottle yeah. of hot, uh, cough syrup <laughs> sipping that motherfucker. Literally. Yeah. Oh yeah. My friend got fucking, um. What what's the one that's the kissing one? The kissing disease that everyone gets? Herpes. Mono. <laughs> Not fucking herpes. Mono was the one that we were looking for today. But yeah, like my friend got mono, so let me just take all of his fucking promethazine or whatever he fucking has and let's just do it. Or like, yeah, my grandma just got hip surgery, so let's just rampage her whole Which cupboard so for fucked. fucking perks. It's so, <laughs> it's so fucked. fucked. Up. Like your grandma's in pain, but you want to get high. But I've like, never hey, robbed fuck my it. grandma. No. But- I've let my friends rob theirs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll like, be there. Eh, like, fuck it. Yeah, like my grandma's off limits, but your grandma's probably an asshole. Yeah, and you know a what? Mean grandma. So <laughs> do you want? Fuck your she grandma. She probably has beeped at me when I'm going five over the speed limit, or when she's going twenty in a thirty-five. So like, let her Justified. have it. Justified. Justified. My grandma is a saint, and I will not take from my grandmother. <laughs> but, but anyway, just th- those kids were the ones that I was like, okay, yeah, this is awesome. Let's do it. Because what else do I have as an outlet? Nothing. Yeah, you're confused. You're mad at the world. You're yeah, and you're upset with your situation. Your close friends are like, "Hey, like this helps me," and you're like in the same boat. So like this probably helps you, and you don't even know it's not even that deep at the point. It's you, you. It actually hasn't. You haven't even jumped in the pool yet. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's not even as deep as you think it is at all. Yep. So then, um, that started it. Then I got into a really bad car accident uh, when I was 16, and like uh, tennis was taken away from me. That was the thing that like really like held me together like really pissed you off through my 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 mom and my stepdad had a terrible toxic relationship and um i was beat by my stepdad and everything and like a bunch of just family shit and like whatever else and just my grandma like who was my best friend and like i was her saving grace she had um a drinking problem and like her son killed himself like on drugs and everything so it was just like i was her saving grace so it, it was just like I would just go out and just do whatever. And like, again, like my grandma had cancer and my mom's boyfriend would beat me and everything else. And just my dad was getting cheated on by his wife. It was just like a bunch of shit. And I'm so, such like, I'm so empathetic and also like I sympathize for people. So, and I was also sensitive and I didn't even know I was sensitive until fucking two days ago when I was like, wait, I'm sensitive. So, <laughs> so that was a real fucking thing through the roof. But anyway, right. Um, it just bothered me and I had all these things and instead of, and I would think, and I also thought talking to therapists were fucking stupid because my mom was like, we don't talk about feelings. We just, you know, shake it off. Yeah. Bury them. Like she was just like, shut up. Don't be a pussy. Like we're not doing that. So I, I never really got that either. Never really got to talk about things. And I didn't really understand how talking things out was probably one of the best things that you could do. Facts. So, um, I didn't have that. So then I'm in this drug phase and, my life's over. I was told like by um, family members that my life was over. Like tennis was my thing. I fucked it up. Like I'm just a piece of worthless shit. Like literally laying in my hospital bed being told like you are a piece of shit and worthless now. Like you have nothing to like 
live for. Yeah. So that kind of brings a person down. So it's just like a child. A, yeah, I was a, a person in general, but yeah. a child. Yeah, sixteen years old, like four months into getting my license, being told like you are nothing now. So it's like mm-hmm. I have all these years to look forward to to be nothing. So. I filled those voids with drugs and just did drugs and thought like, hey, the drugs are what's making me better. But it's like, oh, no, they're also making you worse. But getting off of them could also be terrible because you, again, got on drugs to feel better. And to avoid. To avoid everything. A lot of fucked shit. Yeah. And even in the, the drug addiction, you don't know that. You don't know that you're doing heroin and getting lost miles away in different cities and states and whatever. And you don't realize I'm doing this because I'm running from something. Mm-hmm. You're like, y- you might have some like times in addiction where you're like, holy fuck, like what's going on? Like my life's a fucking wreck. But you never, you might be like, oh, drugs fucking suck. You don't really like, really think that though. You're like, everything yeah. else fucking I still sucks. want that motherfucker. I still want that bitch though. But like it's a like, bad ex, like bro. I've, <laughs> literally, drugs are like the Fact. worst ex that like will text you when they're drunk at 3 a.m. and you like yeah, are packing your, ex, your shit. But your ex is always drunk. You're yeah, like, no, motherfucker, yeah. it's fucking 7 a.m., bitch. Damn. I'm still going to come, though. <laughs> I'm still hey, hey. pulling up. The dick pic works when it's the drugs talking. <laughs> when it's the drugs talking, it's, yeah, that works. But, no, it was just basically, like, just getting a bunch of shit or just doing things that I wouldn't do, you know, sober. And yeah. just becoming a person that you you people view you as. And you don't realize, like, getting sober and stuff, too, you probably realize and have dealt with this, too, is people will think of you as who you were on drugs because that's who you were for a long period Constantly. of time. Constantly. I mean, Constantly. And, and we're responsible for that because that's the reputation we built. 100%. It takes a long time to accept and acknowledge that, yeah. too. And that's also a really hard part with addiction, too, is, like, the aftermath of, like, the all wreckage the of our past and, absolutely it all comes up to like bite you in the fucking ass pretty quick too yeah very quickly i remember i i got sober and went to rehab and everything and i just remember crying all night long being like i can't believe i even did this or like my siblings would come in my room my brother was like eight years old and like would come in my room excited as hell you know like look up to me and be like mm-hmm. hey like what's up and i remember being like shut the fuck up why get like get the fuck away from here like leave me the fuck alone your or, brother's name is wyatt yeah that's a, i always i like that name yeah he was named after wyatt Earp. it was like a cowboy even but, cooler but yeah but um it was just um just things like that or like how i would treat my family that didn't deserve to be treated like that like or total shit like total fucking shit like basically walking all over them and treating them like shit and saying hurtful things just because like they piss me off or anything on honestly on drugs will piss you yeah, off we're hurting and half the time if we're spending time around the family we're probably sick yeah we're probably like trying to like not be too fucked up then an hour in, you're getting sick yeah it's, it's a and constant shit show and you're just irritated and like irritable and everything else so it's like i'll be coming off of drugs or i need them Mm -hmm. so it's like neither are good neither are good neither are it's just gonna lead you to just a fight and just anger so it's like things like that i also look back on i was just so upset over or like decisions you made that definitely didn't need to happen you would like overlook you would just look at those things and feel so fucking bad and, like, you don't want to make it seem like you're, like, sorry for yourself. You're just sorry for everything that you caused. And then, Absolutely. And then you deal with that. And then, again, me being, like, a sympathetic person, that does not weigh on me well. Like, I, I hate to know that I caused pain to anybody that 
has helped me and has like maybe the person I am today like I felt like a piece of fucking garbage mm-hmm. and that's like the worst thing out of it was like not the 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 whole detoxing for me took like five days I could have took like a eight or whatever but I obviously didn't want the taper for that long right but um that whole time like yeah I was throwing up like sick bashing I remember bashing my head into the wall because I was so fucked fucking like withdrawing and just wanting to die i was bashing my head into a wall Mm -hmm. and it's like that part fucking sucked but the worst part is literally just the guilt the aftermath the aftermath that's what's scary about like for me the let's take it back to the very first part where you started of just being a lost teenager the first time that i got high for real like I had done all kinds of shit since I was, you know, yeah. the same age as you from yeah. from 12 to my junior year. And one of my buddies put me on. My friends had all graduated. I felt left and alone and they hadn't even graduated yet. And yeah. I just knew life is about to suck. They're going to college. Oh, fuck, yeah. fuck all this. I'm mad at the world. He put me onto an Opana, one of the strongest yeah. pain pillars fuck. I could ever find. Yeah, and everybody was doing that again. Like you brought yeah. it up, everybody was doing that, especially in Amherst. Like that was like it was the thing. Everybody would go to the bathroom just to do a pan. Like I remember Correct. that that was like a huge fucking thing too. And I tell them like when I when I have to deliver my stories of recovery, I don't even cap. I had a hose clamp on me more than I had a fucking pencil uh-huh. when I was in school. One hundred percent. The reality is is that the first time I got high on that was one of the most beautiful moments of my life. I had felt whole. Mm-hmm. I had felt. A, a void was filled that I never knew how to fill. Yeah. Um, part of it came with my age. Part of it came from the mental illness that lies underneath 100%. substance abuse um, that I ran with that. And I knew on that day when I, when I felt that good that I'm going to run with this till the fucking wheels fall off yeah. on some Bonnie and Clyde shit. Yeah. I'm going to take this till it fucking takes me. Yeah. And that's exactly how it was too. Especially with when my friends were like, Oh, Hey, here's this thing. That's like Oxy. It's heroin. Didn't know that. Yeah. And doing, I'm it, sure they, I'm sure they, uh, Madonna did up. Oh, a hundred percent. They're like, who's going to be like, Hey, here's some heroin. Want to do it? Usually people are going to say, fuck, no, right. no, why I don't want to do fucking heroin. But if you're like, hey, it's like something that I know you've taken before. So it's like, here's that. So I'm yeah, like. But a little bit stronger. Yeah, but stronger. So a little like, bit better. So it's better. So I'm like, I want that. Mm-hmm. And instead it's heroin. But doing that, I remember like feeling like happy and just like just relaxed like i didn't have all that anxiety or depression or like my bipolar that always flares up things like that it's like wow nothing's bothering me right now like i'm happy and like i'm like i was like the the when i when i was doing the drugs i'd feel like oh like that first night i remember being like so like just loving and caring and whatever and like just not giving a fuck and i'm Mm -hmm. like wow i don't get that feeling so like i want this literally forever and you said it when I when I have to tell someone what it's like who doesn't understand, it's opiates made me whole until it didn't anymore. Yeah, it answered all of the problems in my life until it uh, until it inevitably them. created yeah. every problem in my yeah. life. Yeah, it's like a fucking There's, circle. And when you're when you're when you're a child, not even a child, when you're new to that lifestyle and what it entails. Those are the days that I think people hold on to. I hold on to that for 
years. Yeah. Almost 10 years I try to hold on to something I can never get back. Um, and I just continuously let it take me deeper and deeper and deeper yeah. into places I never knew or thought I would go. And you spoke about it. Like in the moment, you don't even realize that is the issue. Mm-mm. It's everyone else is my issue. Yeah, you don't really not this. This is the only thing that's actually here for me. Yeah, and it's and I and I guard it like it is a toxic boyfriend or girlfriend. I, yeah. I guard it. To and defend it and everything, yeah. No, I don't need to let go of this. You need to get off my case. Yeah. You need to get off. Like, stop of, fucking worrying about me. Like, correct. Worry about you and whatever the fuck you do. There was a there was a point where my mom would look at me and cry and just say, "Do you hate us? Why do you not come around? Yeah. Do you hate us? You're an empathetic person. I am a very forgiving person. Me too. Um, and and my mom has always been there. She yeah. has never done wrong to me. She's never, she's, she's a great mother. Um, and, and that moment will always stick in my, in my, uh, in my mind when I need to reflect on like, is that lifestyle worth it? Yeah, absolutely not. And that's one of the worst things ever is when a parent says something like that to you. Cause that's how my dad was like, my mom kind of dealt with like my addiction more like she would just like kick me out and be like, Oh, you're done. Cause she would do like the tough love thing and think mm-hmm. like, Oh, if I just push her away, but the thing is that didn't work for me. That makes me resent maybe myself more and also her and being like, wow, like, fuck you, mom. Right. Like, you're not supposed to fucking leave. But then I'd be like, I'm a piece of shit because I'm like doing drugs or whatever. But then I justify it at the end and obviously still do more drugs. But then right. my dad would, again, I felt so bad too. And during my addiction, I didn't even care. But it's like my dad dealt with a brother that was in addiction and killed himself. And my grandma, again, a son was deep into drugs and confused and dealing with a lot of things. And at the time was bisexual. And again, in the seventies, eighties, how the fuck that's not possible. It's not possible. So he was dealing with a lot and killed himself. And then I felt so bad. Cause like my dad would be like, do you like hate me? Like he would like, why don't we want to be with me or whatever? And like, they didn't know for the longest time, like, I'm on heroin and I'm running the streets and doing whatever. And instead of going to football games and prom, I'm at Motel 6 fucking shooting heroin. You know what right. I'm saying? It's I'm like, trying to protect you. Yeah. It's like I'm not I'm doing this not because I hate you, but because it's like this is something you don't want to see mm-hmm. and you don't want to be a part of. And I don't want you to I don't want to bring you into this lifestyle that I'm in because it's like when you're on drugs, you know, like you don't want your family knowing. You know, either, yeah, you know. It, it comes and then they and then they know that there's an obvious problem. Yeah. But then your life is so fucked up by the time that it like the cat's out yeah. of the bag. It's look, it, it wasn't what you they find out too late. Families find out too, too late, late. So they think you're still doing like, oh, they're just they're just like snorting pills after school. No, no. I'm on now drugs. I'm on now I'm on heroin and crystal yeah. meth and I'm robbing homes. Yeah, literally just to fucking stay afloat. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's deep. You, you are know, like I am trying to protect you behind. from the reality. Yeah, I'm sorry again because like my parents thought like, oh, maybe she's just drinking for locos getting fucked up at her friend's house. Not literally in the streets sleeping outside because she's fucking ODing on heroin like right. they'll be like oh she's at a friend's house no I'm I was left in, in a house in a shower because I OD'd on heroin and no one wanted to take the blame for it mm-hmm. so it's like again you're protecting basically your family from like all the ugly like and they, you're protecting the ugly from your family exactly 
because you don't want either it's of them to find a, it's out. It's like a game. mistress and a wife. You don't want them to fucking know about Fa- each other. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the the reality of the situation is is just there's there is a way out, and I feel like at at my point and my lowest, um, I I knew. I was ready to be done. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of addiction, I had eventually acknowledged that me and the drug were the problem. Yeah. Not everyone else, not the outside influences. We were the problem and I needed to change and change immediately. I just didn't know where to go. Yeah. You know, I remember like I had to take it to the internet. Like yeah. I am fucked. What do I what do? What do you do? Please, someone help me. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, a lot of people stepped up quick to getting in. Um, but it shouldn't. I I feel like for children, it shouldn't have to be that way. No, I feel like you not. should just know where you can go if you need help. And, yeah. and we shouldn't be so lost that we have to look for like look at strangers to be like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. So now what? Yeah. Like now, like I've lived the terrible life and I've put myself and my family through so much shit. Like, what do I do now? Like, how do I bounce back and become like a, the person I was or will I ever become the person that I was? Because drugs change you. Drugs change your mind. They change your brain. They change your body. They change everything. So it's like that also is like what kind of scared me too was like I'm not going to be the same and I thought like I was always going to be this person or I'm always going to be like this and I'm damaged and I'm fucked and I already fucked up because you would learn like you do drugs you're fucked up you're a drug addict and a piece of shit garbage for the rest of your life yeah you're gonna die I was, yeah you're, I was always told addicts don't change and you're gonna always be an addict and you're always gonna be a piece of shit and a scum to society so I'm like oh fuck like uh, damn like i was just trying to like kick in like not want to kill myself so now i'm like fucked yeah. for life thank my you bad. my but bad you, but you're right though and that's yeah. like I, I i don't understand well i do i understand because yeah. the addict the everyday addict does some fucked up things 100 percent. um i might not be robbing my family but it doesn't mean the next addict isn't gonna break into their house yeah. and rob their shit exactly. so yeah addicts get a bad rap overall because we do some crazy things yeah um the 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 truth is is i need that shit more than i need water yeah and they don't realize that it is it is it is beyond starvation my body craves and will not will not let off the gas until i get what i need 100 percent. but that's that's what people would do for anything even if it was food shelter whatever they'd be like I need this so much. So you're going to do whatever it takes. Yep. And it was the same. And that was how I was with drugs. And that's just like what I thought I needed. Like my dad, every time he, he gets home from work would either play video games or drink a Jack and Coke, whatever. And that's what he needs to like unwind decompress. And that's what I thought I needed to become more calm and do whatever. And to fix my mental illness and whatever I thought I needed drugs. And that was my thing. And if I didn't get that, I would fucking lose it mm-hmm. because that's what I thought I needed to stay calm and stay down to earth and whatever, even though it was the exact fucking opposite of what it did. Right. And then you're living out of Motel 6 yeah. or on the street. On the street, you, you know, know, whatever. Cars. If I had one. Bro, I hate it. I hated living in the car. I honestly. The worst. I would I would ditch my car for like weeks at a time just so I could live on the street. Yeah. 
for anyone listening, like I'm, I, yo, just you got to hear me out on this. There would be times where, but like, dude, it's like a ball and chain. It'd be like a wife I didn't want to go home to. I'm like, fuck that car. Yeah. The bitch has no gas in it because you know, and if I can't I, afford it because any money yeah. I'm getting is to drugs. Yeah, like that five. Yeah, it's not going in the tank. Yeah. It's going to drugs or maybe very, very slim chance, but maybe a pack of six. Yeah, maybe the five dollars and quarters and dimes I have picked out of my car <laughs> and the ground around me. Pack of Maverick menthols, please. And boom. <laughs> not even the Marlboros or the Newports. It's no, the fucking Maverick. No, I'm going bottom of the barrel. Bottom Give of the me barrel, the cheapest just some shit you sort got. of fucking buzz. And I'm leaving the car. I'm leaving that bitch wherever it was at the at the library at the beach and i'm sleeping outside because it's just easier for me to to get my shake to get off. around to do anything because it's like in a car you're just like sitting in a spot it's not like you can get up in the car and walk around correct so it's like you feel trapped so like yeah sleeping in the car is great because it's not the outdoors but until the car just seems like a fucking prison and you're already in a fucking prison basically because right. you're in a fucking drug addiction so it's two prisons in one and you're like i'm just gonna fucking yeah it's the double whammy on a bench and use my jacket as a pillow at this point i um it sounds barbaric but it's because it is you know i think there's a like, there's a point of hitting that that low in addiction where you're living like cave people Literally. you know you're living off just the basics and by the basics, I don't mean like food, shelter, water. I mean like one thing. I need. I need drugs. Drugs, literally. And that's all. It's and not the five essentials. It's just one. Yeah, correct. It's and like you don't need to eat. You don't need to drink water. You don't need to sleep. You don't need a house. You don't need anything. You just need me, baby. That's literally. And that's it. Drugs are a toxic fucking relationship on steroids. And I will never, never let off the gas on drugs. Are are the most toxic. X you could ever find yeah, in your life. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's why I think, like in relationships, I can deal with so much because I'm like, I put myself through so much more shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> that I, I okay. <laughs> and 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 that honestly helps me. Like today, outside of of all the bullshit, I wouldn't I wouldn't change my past. Absolutely I would, not. I, no. I, I I need it. And 100%. that kind of that kind of makes me want to ask my next question is like. You finding your creative outlets and and ways to express yourself, your true self, where did that where did that come? Because listen, like anyone that knows you knows you've always been funny. Yeah. You know, that's 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 clear. Um but I feel like once you you cleaned up, shit was like, yo. Yeah. People were people were invested in mm-hmm. what you were doing. Yeah. Where did you commit? Like, where where in your life did you decide, like, this is what I'm going to do? Um, I, again, always as a kid and everything, I always wanted to, to be good at something. I, you know, I'd see people that would sing. Like, this girl in my grade would sing at every assembly. I'd be like, I want to fucking sing. I want to be, like, talented. I want something. Or, like, I would see people in my grade, like, making amazing art. And I'd be like, I want to fucking draw. I can't fucking do anything. Like, what the fuck? And my whole life, I'd be like, I'm not good at fucking anything. And I'm like, what can I, like, What what's my thing? Like, why am I here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's right. my purpose? Like, I don't want a nine to five when I'm just, you know, doing absolutely nothing. And it's like, 
like my dad, for example, he can, he, and when he was 12 years old, took apart his dad's car and put it back together. How the fuck did you do that? Like, I can't do shit. Jeez. Yeah. So, so again, and then when I was younger too, I would look at the internet, I'd watch videos and, and whatever of just comedy and mm-hmm. YouTube was like my whole thing. I'd, I'd watch all these funny people and like, and all of the, the abuse I was taking or any shitty thing that was happening in my life or, you know, a family member dying that I was close to or whatever, I didn't know how to deal with that. And I would go on YouTube and watch videos and make me feel so much better. And I'd be happy because I'd laugh my ass off. Right. And I was like, what if I could give this feeling that I'm getting, like this happiness that's taken, like, because I have a shitty life and whatever, and I'm dealing with a bunch of shit. I'm getting beat when I don't need to be and whatever else. It's like, like this is the happiness that I'm getting and it's changing me. Like it's making me look away from my shitty life for like a minute, two minutes, an hour, a day, whatever it changes you. Like, so I was thinking, what can I do to basically do that? And I'm thinking like you stupid bitch, you're funny. Like that's the whole point is like you would watch comedy videos and laugh your ass off and feel better. So like, why not do that for other people? Like kids that are 12, 13 years old, or even people older that are dealing with shit, getting beat by a significant other or a family member or going through drug addiction or doing anything, just being fucked by life. So it's like, right. What I want, I wanted to be like that safe blanket that just something. So people can like listen to my like videos or anything and just laugh and just be happy or just feel okay for that second or feel like, hey, like, this girl that's hilarious and, like, I relate to, like, she's been through the same shit. So, like, there's hope. And she doesn't hide it. And she doesn't hide it. Right. And that's another thing, too, is, like, hiding and things like that. And me being so open and whatever else, it makes people, like, thousands of people have, like, flooded through my DMs ever since, like, my TikTok video with me talking about my drug addiction or anything. Any situation, people will be like, hey, like, I'm going through it or, like, my mom's going through it or I did and this, like thank you for talking about it. A lot of people don't talk about it because it's something that's looked down upon and you bring humor to things and whatever. It's like, thank you. And like, how do you deal with it? They ask me questions and it's like, it gives me that like happiness of like, I fucking helped somebody. Even if it's for a fucking hour of taking them away from their shitty life. And I'll have even kids, 13 year olds, my brother's age messaging me, telling me that they're, they have such a shitty life and like they look forward to like my videos. And I'm like, I make, I, I've cried like a ton of just like being so full of like this emotion of being like, I help somebody. And like, that's like the one thing I've always wanted. I mean, in, in a lot of ways you, you haven't, you have, um, and there's still more to come, but you've like kind of fulfilled the purpose that you wanted to fulfill. Yeah. And like the goal is obviously to do that and way more. Like obviously, um, when I'm good at my spot, like, cause I always drop in and drop like videos and whatever. And like, like on TikTok and they'll go viral and whatever else. And it's like, like no issue it's just like i have to make sure like i'm at a spot where i have my life in order to be able to like continuously post things and whatever and so obviously yeah obviously i want to get to a point where it's going to be obviously coming of the the beginning of next year where i'm starting to just push out shit like constant because it's like i've been working on myself for such a long time and people are like where the fuck's reagan where's all the fucking rants and whatever else it's like I dealt with just a, the child abuse and child trauma and drug addiction and just getting me to not be a piece of shit anymore. And that took so long. And it still is like an everyday battle of basically like changing from who you were and how the shitty person you were to now. And that takes a lot. So it's like I'm trying to make sure I'm good so then I can keep posting and keep and being more like 
on time more like hey post weekly on this day and everything and like right. be more reliable um and that's like my one thing of like i always hate because people will be like well you posted this video it's really good like are you gonna post another one it's like i'm mentally like not okay right people now people want, want consistency no matter what exactly so it's like i need to be there for myself so then i know that i'm okay to uh post all this content put my whole heart into it because i do and that's like my thing is is like when I put something out, even if it's fucking stupid, that's not the point. It's that I'm editing it and I'm making sure even if it's fucking stupid, that's funny or, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I put my whole heart and soul into that and I really want to even do more and just put my whole all into things so people can have that because I think like it's, it's not worth to just give like half of what I have. And you're right about that. I think a lot of times, if you look at especially people in the in the comedy business, um, they much like us have dealt with some shit. Yeah, and they they deal with it in the spotlight, which, in my opinion, is sometimes worse because then everyone has expectations. Mm -hmm. If you make sure that you are good, a hundred percent. Uh, and you're mindful, you can continuously flood content and not have to worry about that yeah. spotlight being on you and you fucking potentially and that's fucking that's what up. I was always scared about. I was always scared about being in that spotlight and having it because, like, I know if I truly tried 100%, I would be there. I'd be exactly where I want to be. I would be getting the numbers I wanted and, and helping everybody that I would want. But it's just I was I'm still and always was scared of fuck like, you know, going through a mental fucking manic episode and just not posting or whatever. And then it's bad. And then you lose people and people are like, oh, well, like you don't have like consistent content or you're going through shit and you're in the spotlight. And that's the one thing I always knew was like could happen. So I always was trying to avoid that. And I would sometimes get in moments where I like post and whatever. And then I wouldn't. And those are my phases of where like mm-hmm. I realize like mentally I'm going through shit and I need to change. So it's like, I'm trying to stop doing that. So I'm again, been working on myself for months, you know, and overall years and whatever else. But like really the past few months I've been really like pushing and forcing myself to change and to better myself. So then I could better the experience for anybody that is a viewer, you know, and giving them the content they need and the support they need and everything. So that's why I, again, starting next year, earlier next year around my birthday like january february i'm gonna be starting to post like all the time like i'm gonna be consistent whatever else because i needed this time to just fucking relax don't worry about others because that's what i've done my entire life i've been the care of others i've just worried about everybody else even in relationships i've been the one working on them like making sure they have a job and and giving them car insurance money and paying for their phone and doing whatever so then they can be better or they can make that interview you know like like being late to my own job so that they can go to their interview or like me not even going because so i can better them and it's like this constant thing i would have and so i realized like there's a point where you can help people and then there's a point where it's like you need to like you, it's okay you. to be selfish like 100 sometimes it, you need to, to not be selfish. be selfish you have to be selfish exactly and, and, and that and that's something people have to sometimes figure out on their own it's awesome that you're mm-hmm. even giving people the opportunity to learn that from you yeah so that they don't have me i'm the type where i have to learn the, i will hit my head against that wall until the wall gives, gives that's exactly how you I am. know 
Um, but there are people that aren't like that, that yeah. aren't like us, that don't have to learn things the hard way. Yeah. That like, might see it, recognize it, and yeah. go the other way. Yeah, like my sister has no problem. She's been, she is like an angel. She does nothing wrong. And like, she knows like, oh, don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like me, I didn't. And maybe it's because I was the oldest. And so I would just go through all the shit and my siblings would that's See, how I feel. Yeah. So I would go through all the shit and then my siblings would be like, oh, fuck, like my older sibling did this. And like, mm. I don't want to like do that and end up like how she did. I never had that. I never like, yeah, my parents who were like, yeah, I don't do that. Like I used to fuck around and smoke weed sometimes. Yeah, but that you can't relate to you that. You can't relate to that. Yeah, you can't different. relate to someone that's 20 plus years older than you. You, you get off the people that are like your own age or around you and your generation is like who you will learn from. So it's like, at least maybe if like, you know, if one day I go big or something, I hope to like, you know, be funny, whatever. But I want to also spread like awareness of obviously like things I've done and things that to avoid and how to avoid it. And if it happens, what the fuck you do next? You know, because right. it's like, again, like we talked about uh, previously when we were texting and stuff is just you're told like what like you know what could happen but like what after that like what if i do get addicted to drugs what if i do do this what's the aftermath because it's always again i grew up thinking you're always gonna be an addict and addicts are just addicts mm -hmm. you know even even in dare and stuff they tell you like the, the addicts die case you know, closed case it's closed over. you're dead or you you kill other people by Trying, Jails, death, yeah. or institution, and, exactly. and and in some ways, yes, that is true. If you choose to not get clean, yeah, but, but you don't talk about the recovering addict. Why? Because it's not a selling point to a exactly. young child. That's the whole point. That's like my whole issue I had was just again like learning and dare and stuff. You would think like, oh, um, I'm an addict, and then I'm either gonna go to jail or die. Not you can change, and this is how you change it, and whatever. Because they don't want to give you that. Oh well, you can do this. They don't want to give this. you the out. They it don't want to give you the out. And honestly, that's why if you look statistically, Dare was extremely ineffective and unsuccessful. And that's what I want. Like that's what I want to do in life. Yeah. Is to bring light to dark situations, but also provide hope. Like, exactly. Hey, your life could get bad. Yeah. I'm not suggesting it does. But it will also get better and make you better Yeah, in the process. 100%. And that's like what you said that you don't really, um, you wouldn't change anything that you did in the past. And I wouldn't either. Mm -hmm. Everybody would say like, well, would, it, like, would you like have rather not been a fucking heroin addict? And I would like, no, I, I value everything that I've went through. Like my drug addiction, everything has changed me to be like the best version of myself I like to this day. You know, and it's like those moments or anything that you were put through or anything. It's like you you learn from that and then you put it into your life now because it's like without that, I wouldn't be as loving and caring as and understanding and whatever in general. I wouldn't be an understanding person. I would I, still be a fucking blockhead. I'd be a blockhead bitch. Like I still walking through shit. Yeah, exactly. I would be just like that. And I would see others and I'd probably judge them and be like, whatever you, you fucking gross bitch or whatever. It's like, right. you wouldn't take the time to really be like, well, other people are going through shit. And just because they gave you this, like of who they are, doesn't mean like, that's not who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going through so much more shit that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. Like my, again, my parents, anybody, Everyone knew that I was absolutely crazy and off the wall and going through it, but no one knew I was addicted to heroin and suicidal. Right. 
they didn't know that I would like try like committing suicide and the next day show up to school and just like do some crazy fucking cool shit and mm-hmm. be like oh you're so funny whatever no one knew that i was again on heroin like suicidal and the worst i've ever been because they don't know you don't usually people you don't like when you're suicidal you don't want people to know that so you try oh, covering yeah. it absolutely 100 percent. so i would do this thing where i would just do that and then coming back being sober and whatever else it's like you can identify it like you now know the people that are going through it and are acting out because they're going through shit and you it's like see it. you yeah. see it so now it's like you're more prone to see like others and like how others are feeling and you're more empathetic because it's like i went through the fucking worst and i don't want anybody else to go through what you like what we have went through yep. because it's a fucking disaster and it ruins lives and a lot of people are still in it or people i know that are dead from it and things like that and it's just like again dare didn't do fucking anything to ever do that like what happens when you are addicted to drugs oh yeah, yeah. jail and dead not <laughs> you can get better and this is how you get help and this is how you and you can't be out about those things either exactly like you said like no you don't you don't come out as like hey i'm addicted to fucking crack or heroin or meth amphetamine like or all of it or literally i just dabble in everything i can get my fucking hands on which we both know how that goes yeah so it's just again being on drugs and everything has made me really look at life completely different and has put me in a position where it's like with my humor and everything why i want to be bigger and be known by people isn't because i want the money or the fame or the clout as people say i'm not a clout chaser Mm -hmm. that's why i don't put out usually i don't put out things that everybody puts out like if i wanted to be famous like that yeah you're not doing tiktok dances no i could do that in three fucking seconds like i could be famous immediately Mm because i i just know how what people want but I'm putting out my own shit and like what and people are like wow you talk about that and like you're not scared like you like you you were like oh is if there's anything you don't want me to put in or whatever you say it's like no like I want people to know everything I want they're yeah. not I, I I don't want just the good I want the good the bad the ugly you need to know everything and it's like and I'm an open book just so it's like I can teach people you know and like reach people again like I want to not be well known for the money or whatever i could make fucking nothing and even when if i made money i'd probably give it to charities and my family and, and my fucking family you right. know I, i'd be living in a fucking thousand square foot house chilling as hell with all my other family that's living their dream and their best life and have everything together and people that are suffering to have things and like for kids that their parents are pieces of shit and like spend their money on drugs and i can make their, them a, the, the best christmas they possibly can things like that it's like I want to help others like I'm here because not for the money, but for just people like and I, to pass that and word, to pass the word of like, you're OK. I, I want you to be OK. I want everyone around me to be happy. And I, I, I and I think it's because we've went through the absolute worst and we've been through so much shit that we know how bad that is and that we sympathize for people that are going through the same thing or going through different situations, but are feeling just mentally lost and I feel like we look at those people differently than the average person does because it's like we know the fucking worst and we wouldn't want anyone to go through what we did. So it's like if I can help anybody I possibly can by not like by finding help, even if it's like suicidal or drugs or family or anything, like I want them to know that you're not fucked. You know, you're not in a constant yeah. rut. Like you can get up and you can get help. Like you're not just that shitty 
a fucking drug addict and you're always going to be that or you're not helpless you're not helpless like you're not you're not lost. a lost cause you're, you're not alone you're not laying in a hospital bed at 16 under uncontrollable injury being told that you are fucked for yeah, eternity you don't want to hear that because that really fucks you up right and you don't notice that like in that moment because you're like living it but then looking back you're like that could really fuck you up and that's like and i it, there's so much things that in my life that i probably did because of that moment because i was told that yeah. you're nothing because you're told like you can't do anything or nothing's going to change or you fucked up that you fucked up one time and that's it like you're not going to have the future that you always thought you were going to have and um i really want to like end that stereotype or of, of anything of just being like you're fucked because you do one thing yeah recovery is possible no matter what it is you're recovering from 100 and, and and that is huge yeah it feels like you can't yeah 100 we've both went through that feeling where we're like okay well the lows get low yeah they get really fucking yeah low. like yeah people get help but not me like i'm <laughs> i'm so far right. gone like i'm just the case that ends up just being a piece of shit and you do want to change. But again, it's like two people living in a body. You feel like you have dissociative personality disorder at some point. It's like, what's real? What's not? What do I want? What do I not want? Like, and you just are lost in yourself. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's like a parasite or like being, I, I honestly like will say the analogy of like being possessed when you're in a, a drug binge or drug phase. Thank you. Cause people don't bring that up. And I bring that up to the treatment center I go to. Like I bring that up like. It getting once I got sober, getting used to the voice, my conscious coming back yeah. and talking to me was uncomfortable because the addiction kicked that dude out. Oh yeah, and kicked then him put out. Someone and, else and, in that and, fucking sucked no, more. He moved in. He yeah. had his feet up on the couch, was kicking it, muddy shoes on my fucking beautiful love seat, and was just telling me how to live my life. Exactly. And what they say goes yeah. like there's no if ands or buts no, like and you know your little heart you're like eh, did it, and they're like fuck no shut the fuck up yeah. you stupid bitch do and this they'll send like, some they'll send some they'll send somebody up for a drive-by go shoot that bitch up nah we ain't doing that fam let's go <laughs> Literally. and that's crazy because like we don't talk about that like we don't talk about like that we are in some ways possessed to that that substance moves in to our head kicks the conscious out and rents full rights to that entire complex hundred yeah, percent and then you'll get glimpse of like yourself and you'll be like oh my god i don't want to be like this and i'm a fucking drug addict and then it's like right when you're getting to that point where you're like maybe it's like time comes back and they're like hey um instead maybe you should shoot up you want to go to motel six again that sounds really fun right you want to go live in your car you want to go live outside of, like on a fucking under a bridge yeah let's do that and you're like wait but the no nope no hey Nip let's do, we're gonna do that instead i don't give a fuck that you want to change and become a better person because you're not in charge right now mm -hmm. i am you know and it's like and people will look at me crazy when i'm like oh it's being on drugs is like you're possessed i'm like are you fucking schizo like that sounds stupid and i'm like no because you're there but not in charge it's like Correct. someone else has taken over your entire body and makes you do things you do not want to do and you know are wrong but you're still going to do it because that is a part of you and you think it's right it's a part of my survival and, yeah. and you and you also spoke on on a few other things that i relate to in the sense of like if i were to write a book on my wins in life it'd be a very short book yeah let me tell you about my losses and what it taught me <laughs> oh yeah 
and maybe, maybe we've got some something good. One hundred percent. That's that's just that's it. You know, like I have taken so many losses um, from life and and just personal like things that I have created. Mm-hmm. More so, what I've created. Yeah. Um, the world is a cold place, but I'm colder yeah. at times. Yeah. Um, that let me let me show you that. Yeah. And maybe you'll get some insight. Maybe you won't be as as stupid as I am. Yeah. I get it. Um, so moving forward, we definitely know what, what you're looking to do in, in the near future. Uh, a lot of pe- a lot of people that know you always, always bring up the topic and I don't know if they bring it up to you, but I hear it stand up. Is that something that you would ever consider doing? I actually have always loved the idea of stand up because I'm more of a person that I can't really plan being funny. Like I can't write a script and be like, oh, this is funny. Let me put it in there. It's more like I think maybe I'm just fucking ADHD. I am. But maybe it's because of that. I'm just so like off the top of like my head. I just say what I say and like I say what I think. And like the first thing that comes to my head, I say it, you know, so it's like maybe I always thought like stand up would be amazing for me. But again, like being so full of like anxiety and having mental illnesses and whatever else again, like has put me back. Cause then I'm thinking like, am I going to like give my all? Am I going to fucking show up even like, what am I going to do? And like a lot of people have hit me up, even stand up comedians, like it will invite me to things like you're so fucking funny. Like you will be amazing at it. Like do it. And still in the back of my mind, I'm like, would I be? Like, am I? Like, because, like, how do I deal with it if I, like, say something and it's not funny? And, and, and again, yeah. and for me, it's like I'm one of those people that I'm, like, oblivious to myself because it's like I'll think I'm not funny and I'm like, why is anybody laughing? Or, like, how did that – how was that funny? You know what I'm saying? It's, like, one of those. And then people – and it, people just don't get it because they think, like, just because, like – I'm told I'm funny. I know that I'm funny. Like, I, I, I will say in interviews and stuff for, like, jobs or whatever, like, oh, yeah, I'm funny and outgoing and I'm hilarious. Like, things like that. And it's just, like, but my idea of funny is so different compared to everybody else that I'm, like, Hold, am I fucking funny? Like, that's what's, that's what's good about it, though. Yeah. And a lot of it is trial and error, especially, like, if you're just going to jump into stand-up, you're going to go to an open mic night. Yeah. You might you're gonna say jokes that are hilarious. You might say jokes that aren't to the crowd. Yeah. And and I've been to plenty of shows where they're like, Oh, I'll put that one in the book, do not write. Yeah. Or do not say again. It's it's finding that, that perfect skit. And the good thing about stand up is you can take that same skit and run it yeah, all just over go, the country. Yeah, 100%. You could do it for years if you want to. Yeah. And, and, and run with it and kind of perfect your craft. Yeah. And that's um, a thing I think I also have a problem with is like, I don't want to be repetitive because people. Because you like acting on yeah, the spot. Yeah. Because I like being on the spot. So, like, people on my Snapchat when I would make rants would be like, you need to make a YouTube video on this. And I'm like, well, I already just fucking told yeah, I already covered the it, thousands dog. of people that are on my story, but those thousands of people are probably going to go to my YouTube and be like, well, I just heard this bitch talk about it two weeks ago. Right. So it's like, I always worry about that. But then I sit there and I'm like, I battle with myself because I'm like, I'll still watch a funny ass YouTube video 500 times, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the same shit, but it still is funny to me. So I'm like, why does this bother you? Like, why are you overthinking? And I'm an overthinker. And that's like my whole thing is like, 
again i'm trying to think like okay well when i'm in a better spot or whatever i'm gonna do stand up and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna go to a platform and it's like but then what platform and like right do i go to all through tiktok or do i do twitch and just game and then be funny as fuck on top of that and whatever because a lot of people will be like oh do twitch like you're hot and funny and like you game so do that or like people are like oh go on youtube because you're funny or oh do tiktok and this and it's like i feel like what where the where the fuck do what, i start what lane right where, where do i go and no one has a book out that's like hey you want to um be online famous like this is a path you should take or mm-hmm. this is a path you you should go through instead and it's like that's the one thing that it's always like a block to me is like where do i where start? the fuck do i go where do i start and it's like and generations and whatever above me can't relate either because it's like they're social not, media yeah this is this us. is us this You're is right. what we this is our generation is on here so they'll give me pointers or something I'm like yeah that would have worked in the 80s or 90s that's not gonna mm-hmm. fucking work now you know what i'm saying it's like I, I i don't even you don't even know where i start how the fuck am i supposed to know and the internet's such a huge thing and everything else and everything's changing constantly so it's like how do you stay up on the how times? do i stay up on the time you have to and the it sounds like a lot of fucking work, but the reality is, is like you kind of have to just either one commit to one thing and one thing only, or flood multiple incomes. Yeah. And like, I don't, do you know the Fool Send Boys? You know the Nelk Boys? Oh yeah. Those dudes literally will pump everything they can on all their platforms, yeah. and they don't give a fuck. They don't have a podcast, but like, I find a lot of, I guess inspiration from those dudes mm-hmm. because they just drop it all they'll yeah. drop it all on on all their shit and just see which one takes off yeah when you're starting off why not yeah you and know in the in, the, in a small three three years those dudes have really blown up yeah and that's my thing too is like yeah then i'm gonna go pick something but then it's like I would always go through a huge manic episode or it's just mental illness, which would usually just fucking take me away from it because mm-hmm. it pissed me off because it's like I can send a message and like I have what it takes to like go big and do whatever. But it's like I'm not because my fucking brain will tell me one thing and reality is completely different because it's like your brain will tell you things and make you think a certain thing when it's not even that right especially like even when girls will be like oh my boy's cheating and like we'll find anything to make it seem like they're cheating but they're fucking not it's just they're stupid mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's like they're you just want to believe something so you're gonna keep believing it because your brain is more powerful than fucking anybody can even think of or even fathom and my brain is like my worst and everybody even my parents will look at me like you are your worst enemy you know that right like my mom's like why aren't you on reality shows or why aren't you like posting more like even my grandma would be like oh like are you posting soon like i know that old youtube thing you like to do or whatever and it's like even my parents and my mom's the most realest bitch ever like she would tell me like this fucking sucks like even like mm-hmm. in middle school she'd be like your eyebrows look like shit and i'd be like no they don't they look amazing and then looking back be like holy fuck my eyebrows are shitty and she's like i fucking <laughs> told you so it's like i would just hear my mom or anybody be like why aren't you doing this and it's like it's so much harder than you think it's not me not wanting you to do it and be like Meh. it's literally my brain it's literally my brain being like this isn't good enough your or like, brain you're fighting not good your passion enough. it's it's your passion though yeah. it's what you that's are, the one thing you want and what you are made to do yeah it's just doing it yeah and also the thing of like if it doesn't work out like what the fuck am i gonna do 
And that's, I think, another thing that sets yeah. me back is I'm scared of being like, okay, well, that's the one thing. And my whole life, like, anybody would ask, like, what do you want to do? And people would be like, well, I want to help people and I want to be a nurse. Or, oh, I want to teach people things. Oh, but it doesn't pay it well. It doesn't pay well or whatever. Yeah. But my thing is, is like, oh, well, I love being funny and love making people laugh what fucking job makes people laugh right that's, you know that's like a, a steady income you know like comedians or whatever but there's so many that don't make and anything that's not a steady income no it's a, it's a grind in itself and that's what i'm saying and that's what i'm scared of is like i have something that's like not a lot of people have but it's like can you make that into a career and can you make that because my dad would always have these talks with me or i'd always you know go through a bunch of shit or like a fucking mental breakdown and be like i don't have don't have a purpose like what's my purpose and my dad would be like sit down and think like what do you like to do like my dad loves to build cars so for a long time he your dad was still does that yeah that's sick that he learned that he didn't learn he just did it at 12 and he still does yeah, that's kind of cool yeah he's still fuck. that's again like hey, all that he chased stress, his dream right he it chased his find motivation yeah. there but then i see like my you know my dad do these crazy cool things and like him still doing it to this day and being like you're so fucking cool for this and you're like raw as fuck and i look like i look up to my dad like he is like the coolest person on earth so it's like i'll compare things in his life to mine and i'm like I'm still scared though because it's like I, I I it's not like building cars. It's not like hey, okay, you like fucking fucking with cars, be a mechanic. There you're, there's your job and you'll have fun every day. Yeah, you Being, have to quit your day job yeah. and fully commit to this. And that's why I'm saying it. It's like I have to fully commit to being funny when that's not a job position. Like no one's like, "Oh, career, your requirements are to be funny." That's fucking nowhere. So it's like I basically have to make up my own job and to basically just put what what I want to do out there. Create your own path. Create my own path. And that's like what has always scared me. But I know now and being of this age and everything, it's like this is the best time for me to do it and to get my fucking shit together. Yeah. Whatever. So I had like a one of those moments a few months ago where I was like tripping sack and I was like, I need to get my shit together. I kind of need to like really do what I need to do like I literally purposely took shrooms and everything and to I would, reflect to reflect like I know a lot of people are like I want to do it just trip balls and see fucking elephants on the ceiling but I, I used like, to do it three times a year only to reflect literally me too I haven't do I have three times in a years year. but I used to do it three yeah. times a year two or three times a year I would take um every six months or something right. I would definitely do it to self-reflect because that was like my therapy and so i remember um a few months ago i did a bunch of shrooms and uh, to self-reflect and to see where i was and i was like i need to get myself mentally the best i've ever been so that i'm strong enough to not be like you know when i'm in the spotlight and something happens like to avoid that and to make sure that i'm okay and I can do the best I can. So that moment really made me think that I need to get my shit together. And it has, like I've been getting my shit together and working on things and myself and going to see a therapist and everything else. And like really trying to be who I am so that I can give that to others and be funny and fucking hilarious and also send a message and be amazing. So it's like, and that's the big, that's the biggest thing is like you wanting to help people, but also being naturally gifted of just being funny you you not knowing because there's never a clear path for a comedian yeah no you paving your own way will in itself provide hope and faith to so many people 
Yeah, and that's just what I in want. the in in doing that. Yeah. You know, I look at I look at women comedians that 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 I look up to. Chelsea Handler, like that woman in an, in a time when the industry was cutthroat and rent like literally only men. She took that shit by the balls. Yeah. And said, "Y'all are giving me multiple TV shows. I I'm in control." Yeah. And, and she still she still is that bitch. Yeah, and that's why I'm fucking saying I want to be that bitch because it's like you know, you hear guys saying like, oh, here's another case of women not being funny or anything else. And it's just like, but when you do see a woman that's funny, you're like, holy fuck, you're it's funny. It's addicting. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. You're like, you are funny as fuck. And I want to literally know everything about you because it's like you are funny. And like not a lot of people have that. So it's like I'm given a gift basically of like a lot like what people of being a woman or anything really don't have is mm-hmm. like that and it's a stereotype of like women not being funny and whatever else but it's like that what that's what also kind of drove me in the beginning was like i'm a girl that's funny like i was the one like you know like when fourth fifth grade like i was throwing the football around and sitting at the dude's table and like being funny and chalking it up with them so it's like if they accepted you why wouldn't the male society as a whole exactly they will yeah and that's uh, again like i I've got to the maybe the point in life where I've lived so much life that I don't care what really people think. It's like I think mm-hmm. I care too much of what I think now, and that's my problem. Because it's like obviously I put shit on the internet that like people will say something like or yeah. you know or me and my sister battling off and being like you guys talk to each other like that or like you do things like that or whatever. It's like I've gotten to a point where and I was bullied growing up like in Amherst and stuff. It was tough like. I no one thought I was funny even until probably I was a junior in high school. Like, and I was always funny. Yeah. Listen, as an upperclassman, I remember like people just like super hating for one, like one, one instance that literally anyone would have done. And I'm like, y'all are fucking corny for that. Like y'all straight up. I think y'all are just mad, but <laughs> it was like, it was like cancel culture before it was a thing. They yeah. were like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you did this even though I would do it and probably have done it, but you were caught. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then they just nipped it right there. Yeah. I don't. To anybody. society. Yeah, it's just society in general. The American way, at at least. I don't. I can't speak for. Yeah, we can only speak for Americans on this one. Fucking America. (laughs) That in general is just fucked. Yep, that is facts. Um, what was the 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 biggest part? I think is. Doing what makes you happy, but finding your purpose in the in in the same in the same step. Uh, you said you mentioned a therapist. Is that something you're going to be seeing? Um, yeah, I'm always a very off and on because I would meet a therapist and then realize like they're just a therapist for the money. Have you done it yet? Um, I I have yes. Okay. Um, it's just again like the past. It was always terrible because I would always find a therapist and then. I would be like, oh, they're not trying to help me. Or I would literally have to tell them what I had. Like, I'd be like, I'm bipolar. They'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. here's medicine. Like, they wouldn't just, like, sit yeah. here and listen and be like, okay, this is, like, kind of what she has or, like, what's going on. Because it's like, I, me and my dad, everybody knew that I had something, like, mentally, like, not correct with me. Yeah, um, the matter of finding it, yeah, though, finding is what it, you though. leave the professional yeah, to, up do. to do. So I would feel lost because I'm like, they're not helping me. Again, that's a like a whole reason why I was into drugs was it's like 
therapist won't, can't even help me. Mm-hmm. I thought like therapist can't help me. Like I have to fucking do it myself. So you like really wrote drugs. yourself off. Yeah. And so I, again, like it was just terrible finding a therapist and like one that would actually like listen to me and like, actually you have care. to trust too. Yeah. You do have to trust. Yeah. Um, if you're still in search, I will tell you this. I have spoken to therapists since I was young yeah, and they I had to like, like diagnose. Yeah. Yeah. They had to like, I was in fifth grade. I don't know how old I was. I know I was in fifth grade 10 or 11, yeah. and they diagnosed me with ADHD, whatever. Uh, I had to see him until I was in high school at some point. And then that was it. Like I thought like, okay, that was a thing. It was over. I grew up in like addiction, had to get sober uh, met my therapist, uh, Dr. Rose, and I've never connected with someone who is willing to help me and to dig That's deep awesome. th- ever. Yeah. Um, and she's out of practice right now due to like some shit with, with her higher ups mm-hmm. and their shit. Um, so I haven't been until that's all cleared. Cause she can't contact any of her pace shit like that. Yeah. But what I, what I will say is, a lot of it didn't come from the prescription. She didn't actually ever write me a prescription. It never came down to what she was giving me um, and in the bullshit that I was feeding her. It came down to her for continuously asking me why. Yeah. And it was like the inevitable question of why. I would tell her I did something. Why? I would, you know, kind of deflect it. Yeah. You're deflecting. Why? I need someone like that who knows me better than I know myself. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Because again, like, I am my worst enemy. So it's like... Yeah, I love to self-destruct. Yeah, no, I self-destruct, here for it. I want to do it every day. <laughs> I'm so good at it. <laughs> you know. So it's like, I I can't help myself because I'm one of those people that I self-destruct and I will, I'm such like a outgoing, open person that sometimes it's toxic and it's mm-hmm. like, you're too outgoing or like... You, people will feed on it though. I've will, noticed yeah. that I've, I've not unintentionally dragged people down to a bad lifestyle because they looked up to me so yeah. much that they're like he's look at how look at how good and happy he he yeah. is and look at why and like it, it brings tears to my eyes yeah terrible because it's like why would you look at me as an idol when i am so fucked yeah and during that time like a lot of people would be like i want to be like you like you're going you do so much cool shit and you're having so much fun and i'd be like that's why i bring that up because i yeah. know you were probably a beacon of hope People probably clung to you in the midst of their addiction just to hope that things would get better. Yeah. And it's like one of those things that I would have to remind people, like, I'm a piece of shit. Don't don't be like me. Like, just because I'm saying and like, obviously, you hear like people saying I'm a piece of shit. And you're like, no, you're not. Like, you're so cool. Like, awesome. And it's like, no, like the the, what I'm giving you is like the perspective of what I want you to see me as is like, I'm not going to post on social media that I am now, um, strung out and have no money and now in a different city or a state not knowing where the fuck i am like i'm not telling you that i'm gonna post me having fun somewhere that's not ohio and you're gonna be like oh you're kicking it right I'm more fucking... so so my family isn't worrying yeah but you guys can enjoy as yeah, well Yeah, you guys can also enjoy just me just thinking i'm living the life when i'm actually just killing myself and no right. one knows that so yeah it's like i also like you said like i felt like i was bringing other people down and it also like hurts way it hurts just as like how i felt like i hurt my family it's like you i feel like i had something to do with it like yeah a person can say yes or no to something but being influenced is like 
a, a whole different thing because it's like well yeah like you didn't make them do it but it's like i persuaded them i made them think mm-hmm. like this is a lifestyle that they would want and that's that's what hurts yeah we low-key finesse people a hundred percent oh my god drug acts finesse correct yeah but most of the time unintentionally yeah you don't even mean the to. ones that i drug down i unintentionally drug down yeah and like, I'm like, i i never damn. was like hey you should definitely do some heroin it's sick as fuck like i've never said right. that you know what i'm saying but it's like you do it but people they'll see like you having fun or being funny or outgoing and doing shit constantly and they're not and you're not sitting in bed at three in the morning you're out partying in a different state with other fucking people kicking it and mm-hmm. they see that and then they don't realize like the thing that's holding it all together is your drug addiction it's all about perception yeah and 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 that's what like i think a lot of my the way people looked at me stemmed from like a person they used to know yeah they knew a long time ago um and that person had changed and developed in a bad way yeah and that's where like just like you like i'd have to step in like listen this is this chief called and this ain't it this is not it vibe check has been canceled you don't want you don't want what i have no i promise you that i am merely looking making this look good so that y'all aren't losing your shit and again but people aren't gonna listen to that because you can hear celebrities be like this isn't worth it this is terrible but then you still have we hear what we want to hear yeah but then and then we see what we want to see as Mm -hmm. well so it's like oh you're saying all this but i'm watching you drive a lamborghini and having things that i don't have but you probably have things that they don't have either right you know what i'm saying but you never see that because it's like again with social media and everything and um, you see all these women or men or anything living their best life, but you actually don't know what the fuck's going on in their personal life. So mm-hmm. you're thinking, oh, I'm going through all this shit and whatever, and they're having the best time of their life. But you don't fucking know that. That's just what they put out on social media, and that's what they want you and everyone and their viewers to think. Exactly. And that's that's why I preach mindfulness, because I think that is the ultimate tool in life. The one thing we've already discussed that will that will feed you feed your future um to only become better being mindful is better than any amount of digits in your bank account it it will it will make you okay with you now before and later Mm -hmm. it's always going to be there that's one thing that i will constantly invest in is just trying to be mindful and there's weeks days months years that i am not mindful um but it's what i need Mm mm-hmm to get to be better 100 percent. before we wrap up is there anything anyone you want to shout out plug in also definitely plug your social your main social medias and what you use yeah um i'm a loner so i don't really know anybody but you know shout out to the ogs you know kenny zach uh sister maddie you know they're awesome but i don't really have any um nobody was like hey uh say my shit so yeah kind of left on freshman friday shout yeah. out <laughs> right i didn't have like fucking 50 people hitting my dms <laughs> right when they found out this was dropping but um yeah no shout out to the the ogs and also you know follow me on everything it's like at fran account and everything but i'm pretty sure tiktok's fat reagan <laughs> if if you're interested it is because i had to find it the other day <laughs> yeah yeah r-e-a-g-h-n no a-n no en everyone butchers the name oh yeah absolutely everyone i'll be like oh it's my name and they're like 
I know your name, but how the fuck do you spell it? It's not like my name's like Maddie or like. They threw an X in there. They're like, maybe. They're like, maybe it's an XX Reagan X. You know, (laughs) maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But no, that's why I just kind of put all my handles as Franticat because that's more of like, you know, people like not a lot of people will be like, how do you spell Franta? You know, but you know, the it's some easier people. to sound out. It's though. either it's easier to sound out than Reagan because it's like there's twenty seven thousand fucking ways to spell Reagan. Correct. And my parents don't know how to fucking spell and gave me the one that no one fucking uses. So thank you. <laughs> no, yeah. Shout out to Robin Renee for naming me something fucking stupid and not knowing how to spell. But thank you. Because, um, and also I used to hate them because I couldn't find my names on cups or anything or keychains growing up. So I was really pissed off about oh, that. Oh, yeah. You stayed having to make customs. Yeah, right? Like Giant Eagle. Like my sister had a cup that said Madison. I was like, I don't want the fucking one that says Megan. Ew. Yeah. I'm not fucking Megan. I'm Reagan. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, I, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> follow me on everything at Franicat or Fat Reagan on TikTok. And yeah, shout out to the OGs. But other than that, I don't have anything. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Obviously, if we have you on again, we or we create our own show. God, Whatever we yeah, end up we doing, we have so much shit to talk about. The the biggest thing is, it's not going to be so much of an interrogation next yeah, time. Yeah, next so time will be just conversations and talking about clown, bunch of shit. Pull up stupid shit, and we can reflect. Yeah, hundred percent. Thank you for being here. I know, obviously, it's getting late. Yeah, no, but thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here, and I was so excited. And I remember telling everybody, I was like, I'm going on a podcast. It's been a long time coming. Right, hundred percent needed. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you for guys for tuning in to season two, episode one of the Mind If I Crash podcast. We will catch you next Wednesday. Not sure who we're having on. We will figure that out. We'll get back to you soon. This video is going to be uploaded both on SoundCloud, the full episode on SoundCloud, and then partial video about an hour of the podcast will be uploaded on video to YouTube probably later in the week. So the SoundCloud episode will go up tonight youtube later this week keep updated on my social media to see that thank you guys and have a good night